a command and conquer where you're clicking on an enemy or any RTS where it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. unit reporting, unit mm. reporting over and over again, or I'll go here or whatever. Yeah. Shake, Shake it, it baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on the intro. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm one of your regulars, Jono, and I'm here with my best mates. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. Welcome back, guys. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Sort of. Happy sort of. New Year almost, too. Almost. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Jonathan. <laughs> it's a couple the, of weeks ago. The birthday that never ends. That was a great one. That was, oh. yeah, that was a long weekend. That was, that awesome. was a good weekend. It wasn't even... It was more. It was like it a was week like for a you. week and a, It was a, and a week. weekend. It was a week. Presents. Oh, presents. Indian feasts. Oh, it was fantastic. Video games. Podcasting. Podcasting. Yep. Presents. Draw distance. Draw distance. Special edition of yes, Draw yes. Just for you. The secret one that nobody else gets to see. I'll get to see it eventually. Yeah, eventually. We'll get into it. Maybe. Yeah. You know why we're here. It's almost the end of the year. We're going to talk about the year as it was in gaming in our lives and um, maybe even talk about some of the stuff that we really enjoyed. Yeah, some of our favorite things of the year and relating to gaming and some nerdy other things as well. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. You good, Jace? I'm good. Brilliant. Let's kick it off. Um, we'll go, we're going to go through with you guys some of the big news throughout gaming in the year. We'll sort of pull out some of our highlights and then uh, have a bit of a chat about those. And then we might get into the the, mid, the, the meat, the nitty gritty. I almost combined meat and nitty gritty into the one word. The, <laughs> the, the, the moody. Yeah. 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 So um, let's look back at the news of the year. January was a bit of an interesting one. We had um, Activision Blizzard, which I thought they'd split up. I know they'd merged and now I thought they were separate companies again. Maybe I'm forgetting things. I believe it was complicated on Facebook. <laughs> it certainly was. Um, they acquired Major League Gaming. See, I didn't even know this. I have no recollection of this at all. Yeah, Major League Gaming is a lot of a lot of people into that. We had a bit of a discussion about esports, and esports stuff. last yeah. week and what we thought of it all. And yeah. yeah, it's a huge thing though, isn't it? Like it's one of the other things we'll talk about later on in the year. But there's a lot of money in this, and you know they're. They're a very smart company, very business savvy. They know what they're doing over there and um, getting in on the ground floor with Major League Gaming, which is like the the very biggest popular, most popular one. Yeah. It's cool. I think it's, yeah, it's definitely the most sort of common one. Yeah. I think like the biggest in esports would still have to be anything that's to do with League of Legends. Yeah. What's yeah. that? And, and Dota. Dota's the international. I the international, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. 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 Big money, big prizes. Yeah. Why we should, we've been training for years for this. And we I just, know. I guess we just can't go pro. Well, you know, life got in the way. I'm, I'm training up my kids. They'll, they'll get there. Yeah, That's it. That's the I believe right. that. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. And because Joe does such a great job with all our show notes, let's continue on. In There's one more thing in January. I didn't know. So everything you've put in these show notes, I had pretty much no clue about. Thank you, <laughs> Internet, the, for these show notes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, Mark Laidlaw, the lead writer of the Half-Life series, apparently retired from Valve. So there's a lot of retiring as I went through and I didn't put it all in, but this was the one that I thought was really interesting because, you know, are we going to see Half-Life 3 or when are we going to see Half-Life 3? I think it's time to let go. It, 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 it's going to happen. It really? has to happen. One day. It's not going to, they, they're not going on with the episodes anymore. I think that ship has sailed, but people are, are whenever it does happen, like it's going to be the day of all days. I'll tell you how they should do it. I know exactly what you're going to say. Go on. Is it just release it? Just release it. Exactly Absolutely. right. Put it up on the Steam store. 
just one of the things and it just flies by like yep. everything else that goes in the Steam store. Oh, no, I think, I think they shut the Steam store down for the day and it's just a big picture of just a logo, Half-Life 3. No video, no screenshots, purchase button, that's it. You can't buy anything else. Well, <laughs> who you can't gonna, download anything else. No, no, no. Who's going to, really? And um, that's that's how they do it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I think that's that's the way to do it. I, I would... I would be that'd be awesome. The problem for me would be though, Half Life. When Half Life Two came out, that was me getting ready, bought a new computer, leading up to it. So this would be it would come out, and I'd want to go and get the top of the range thing to play it. But um, I think it's the way they do it as well. Do you know what I'm afraid of? That it'll become a um, Duke Nukem Forever. And then when it finally does hit, we're all going to go, "Oh, that was horrible." Yeah. How do they live up to it, really? Half Life Two Episode Two. Okay, I know this is going to be controversial. But I played Half-Life 2 on the orange box. And you know what? I couldn't get into it. I, yeah. I played it all the way through, but... I've never played it. There we go. But you played it on Xbox, did you? Yeah, I did. See, I played it on a PC. I think that's... There, that's there's something... something there's something. Yeah, maybe. That, that, yeah. Those games, are, I think, got to be played mouse and keyboard. And Yeah, I, 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 I thought I think it was amazing. I've, I've, I've played around at, at one of my friends' house. Um, I've played around with like the gravity gun and I understand yeah. what it's all about yeah, that was and things cool. like that. And it seemed really, really cool. Um, it's just one of those things that yeah. never happened for me. Yeah, I think I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't recommend going back and playing it now. It's a bit like I, trying to watch Star Wars now. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch Star Wars for the first time. Yeah. Now. You are a lucky person. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry, this is not going to be a Sonic Mario thing on his side this time. <laughs> yeah, fair nice. All, good. all right. Um, we'll, we'll zip through the, the next couple of months. Yep. Um, I was really interested by this, but February game trailers website closed down. I didn't even know it was gone. Yeah, it was sad. Um, Pokemon celebrated its 20th anniversary, which um, was interesting for later in the year. We're getting old, aren't we? I remember going to the Pokemon movie with my mates when we were in high school. Um, they know. gave you a Mewtwo card at the door. Oh, they you got, did like, too, And Mewtwo was a big deal, it but was. the card wasn't like an official Pokemon card. It oh, wasn't it? like one, but it was a promotional one. Uh, um, but I still used them in my deck to beat the kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, that, that's With some... your awesome Pokemon rules that you told us about. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. Your made up rules. Pokemon rules, yeah. See, that's scary. It's trying to show my age because I remember uh, running some of the Pokemon leagues at um, when I was at Toys R Us way back when. And while I had no idea what was going on with Pokemon, it ended up being for the, the three weeks that we ran it, there was a couple of kids that I just didn't like, so they didn't get many cards, but the rest would get, yeah, here, have 10. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Although, funnily enough, I think I've worked with half of them now. All right. So, um, March, we had the Oculus Rift was released. I know you were very excited about this. Joe job. stayed I, up late for that one. Yeah, it was really worth it when I saw that price tag. <laughs> I, went, I went to bed very sad after that when it was well out of my price range. But anyway, yeah. I'm going to say it was sad that Evolution Studios, the developer of WRC, Motorstorm and Drive Club, was shut down by Sony in that month. Yeah, and another thing there, like with this, there were lots of studio closes, closures over the year. Yeah. Um, this one I thought was was quite interesting in that, well, it's sad for them, but um, it's interesting that, you know, they released Drive Club. Sorry, Drive Club still gets got updates after the studio has shut down, even yeah. very recently with yeah. the VR update. Yeah, it's really good of Sony to at least, you know, do that and um yeah rather than it got, just it got a bit of a bad rap because it had such a poor launch but apparently it's quite a good game yeah yeah maybe the division will take the same route we'll see yeah, yeah. hey look i enjoyed the division we'll talk about that later um resident evil celebrated its 20th anniversary wow it's 20th anniversaries yeah. all around i yep. remember that too I remember playing that very much when i was there i played that on the saturn 
Wow. There was a scene at the beginning that didn't appear on the PlayStation version with like a zombie's head or something getting cut off. The Saturn version was more gory than yeah, the, that the PlayStation version. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know that. Scary game. Well, yeah. it's like um, Mortal Kombat on the Mega Drive versus on the Super Nintendo. You had green blood yes. versus red blood. <laughs> we need to have a chat one day. We'll put this as like a remind me later thing. But we need to have a chat one day about the error of um, uh, Sega Mega Drive and... And Super, and Super Nintendo and all the games that came out that were different, like all the Disney games, like Lion yeah. King and Aladdin, Aladdin. were different. Yep. And it was the other day I was watching um, Home Alone with Jen, and I yeah. said, "Did you ever play the Home Alone game?" Yeah, she had a SNES when she was a kid, and she hadn't. And then I went and looked up, so I was trying to remember what it was. And there's about four or something different versions of this game by the looks of it, and they're all different. Yeah, yeah. And Ghostbusters so the one, was the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. One of them was really horrible. Yeah. In fact, weren't all of them pretty horrible? Yeah, probably. One yeah, of them was literally like a Pac-Man type game. Was it Ghostbusters or? I'm thinking uh, Ghostbusters. Pac- um, I remember playing the one on. Oh, now I can't. It didn't make any sense. I the Master System versus the Mega Drive versions were very different. Yeah. I remember playing the Master System one and enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. So for another time, that could be a three-hour yeah. podcast. It could be. <laughs> um, April, just to you know, equal the start of March, had the HTC Vive release. So we had another VR system coming yeah. out. Um, Codemasters employed the majority of Evolution Studios, so which is cool. Which is a nice like, you know, yeah. It was a nice kind of turnaround. That's good news there. As much as I love Codemasters, come on, guys, your Micro Machines game on iOS. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, sorry, we need a new Machines. Yeah, we, we need a good one, like a proper one. And oh, this was a sad day. I I remember this one. I was quite sad about this. Microsoft announced the discontinuation of the production of the Xbox 360 in April. Yeah, Jono's like, I can't buy any more special edition Xbox 360 <laughs> yeah, consoles. Don't worry, that actually stopped a while ago. What so. was the last iteration of that? It was one that looked, it was, I think it was the E and it looked a little bit like the th- That's the one the I Xbox have currently because I had to replace one that cocked it. Yeah. I've got like three Xboxes at home. If you need one, just let me know. They're Sweet. just seriously So what, what was the mind. last Xbox 360 you bought, Jono? Um, it was the E. The, the E? e? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. There's good extra storage and nice. it's not dying, so it's good. Um, Lionhead Studios was closed down by Microsoft, so bye-bye Black and White and Fable. Yeah. And Peter Molyneux, where's he at now? Microsoft? No, he's... Mobile phone thing? Yeah, he started his own mobile phone game development oh. company. I can't remember the name. Um, May, we had Disney Interactive Studios announce they would rely on external partners to publish all future titles, which... Um, uh, no you know, more 1313. Oh, 13 was dead when they brought up Lucas Arts and killed them off. It looks so good, though. But this new um, Uncharted-style um, Star Wars game that they showed a little bit snippet at E3 looks amazing. So, Oh, I didn't okay. see that. I'm happy. It was only like literally five seconds. Okay. Someone walked out into Mos Eisley and it looked, it looked awesome. For those of you that missed it, 1313 was a Star Wars game. Yeah, it was like a, yeah. supposed to be like a Boba Fett or something story, which... I would love for them to do, but anyway. Yeah. Um, June, Sonic the Hedgehog celebrated its 25th anniversary. Yeah. Congratulations, Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. Put that in for you guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, E3 was also that month, which is nice. Um, wait a second. Hands up. Who went? has been to an E3? Oh, wait. I can only see one hand. Oh, is yeah. that mine? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, that was a different time, man. We weren't born then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. This is true. Um E3 had the Xbox One S announced. Project Scorpio was teased. Mm-hmm. The Play Anywhere program was announced. That was a really good conference, that Microsoft one. Yeah, that was. Solid, I yeah. really enjoyed that one. Um, the cost and release dates of PlayStation VR with 50 games supported at launch, which has been um, pretty true so far. Yeah. Um, with really cool things like Batman Arkham VR and Star Wars Battlefront. 
with the X-Wing VR, which yeah. is out now. Nice. I think. I'm not sure. It's soon. It's very soon. Um, of course, God of War, the new one for PS4. Oh, yeah. The games they amazing. showed at the Sony conference were, oh, were they, knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it was fantastic. Stuff like um, Spider-Man yeah. and Resident Evil 7 and Steep. And the Prey re- reboot looks amazing. Yeah. Um, so lots so of new games, yeah, obviously tons. announced there. Um, and Nintendo had a bit of a quiet one. Yeah, they just showed Zelda. <laughs> they had their little treehouse thing. Honestly, man, like. I'm not the biggest Zelda fan in the world, but really that's all Nintendo has to do. They yeah. just show a bit of Zelda, a bit of Mario. I think Nintendo made up for it with the announcement of the Switch later in the year anyway. Well, yeah. Speaking of which, though, they, there's a rumor going around that they are not going to have Zelda on the Wii U now. What do you guys think about that? Like that they're going to port it over to the Switch? I, I the, the Wii U market obviously is, is gone. No one's buying a Wii U now. Yeah. But, um, you know, they, there was a promise there that, now they're saying they're not, not even going to put it on there. So supposedly. going back to my previous comment of being at E3, I was there the year that Wind Waker was yep. announced. Was it Wind Waker? No, Twilight Princess, sorry. Okay. And that was originally shown on the GameCube mm. and the Wii was still being called the Revolution and there was no word of it going to the to the Wii. And then suddenly it's going to the Wii and there was an announcement that it wouldn't come to the GameCube. It did come to both. And then it ended up coming yeah. to it. So I, you know what? I, I, I'm going to go with, let's wait and see. From a business standpoint, it makes sense though because the Wii U isn't really selling well. And you know what would make it sell well? We're getting a no, lot of great- it the GameCube. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're getting a lot of great deals at the moment for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox. Yeah. And a lot of people I see, especially on forums like Ozbargain and stuff like that are popping up going, where's the Wii? Why isn't that on special? Mm. Just do it. Yeah. Cut your losses. Yeah. Drop it to, I don't know, 150 bucks, which is, I know sounds extreme, but just do it. Oh, it'd be great. And then sell the games at your normal value. It's a good time to do it this time of year. It's a really cool console. It's just- I, I've got to say, I bought a stand for my Wii U um, tablet. Yeah. And my Wii U is a Doc McStuffins machine, which is what my kids watch on it. It's this yep. cartoon show. <laughs> and um, like we, I, I use it, you know, a couple of days a week, every, yeah. every week. Um, as, a, as for that, but um, honestly, if they just flip it on its head and actually maybe even treat it a little bit more as a multimedia machine, the fact yeah. that you can use that extra screen as whatever you want exactly yeah. right. is fantastic. Yeah. And um, at one hundred fifty dollars around Christmas time, it's and especially, I mean, there are a lot of sorry Mario Kart, yeah, it's and there brilliant. are a lot of parents popping up going, I don't know what console to pick for my kids. What's the best one? And you know, Wii U doesn't really get thrown in there. And I think a lot of the time for that is because of the price. Yeah, yeah, it's still four hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense, does yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. But I think going back to what I was saying there as well, like with um, the new Zelda, um, what's it called again? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Thank yeah. you. Um, I kind of feel like they should put it on the Wii U after all this talk about it coming to Wii U and people, I'm sure there will be people who bought it, for, you know, in the hopes of that or saw it on special somewhere and went and picked it up saying, oh, I'll get Zelda on here. But they don't bring it out. But anyway. I still think wait and see. Yep. Um, July was next. And well, because <laughs> it's the month after E3, it's always a dead month. Yep. Um, August, we saw the Xbox One S come out. We saw the International 2016, which was the, that really big Dota, Dota 2, 2 competition. I'm not going to read the dollar figures because it just makes me sad. Uh, September. Read the dollar yeah, figures. Yeah, $20 million dollar prize pool, man. 20, That's huge. That's why it makes me the, sad. For, for the people who took... First place. That's amazing. That's like yeah, it's amazing, but it's not mine. That's like that's, that's <laughs> like we're done. We're done with with everything. We're just living off that now. Yeah, they're so not. They're obviously going. Well, I'm going back in. I'm yeah. sure they would. It's, yeah, yeah. Nine million bucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd do it for. I'd do it for. I'd do it for a couple of thousand. To be honest, yeah. probably do it for less. I'd do it for free. Because <laughs> they play video games. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Stage, Sponsored, yeah. please. 
Exactly. Anyone want to sponsor versus player? You can email us. We need like we need <laughs> what are we podcast 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 versus player dot com. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving right along, September we saw the PlayStation Slim released and Xbox Play Anywhere first hit. Um, what game was it that was first? Uh, I thought it was uh, Recall. It, I think you're right. Yeah, it was Recall. Oh, I'm right. Okay, he's yeah. right. There you go. <laughs> Um, for anyone who wants to prove that he's not right, write into podcast at versus player. That's corrections at versus player. Corrections. Oh. I'll, set, I'll set, set that up. <laughs> really don't do that. It's too much work. Yeah, yeah. No, don't. Hey. Just always podcasts. Always. Yeah. Podcast. Podca- podcast. No, it's it's oh, cast. It podcast. No, it's podcast. Just no S. No, no S. P O D C A S T. At versus player.com. But if you do send it to podcasts, it goes to the same spot. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, October, we saw the Nintendo Switch announce, which we all... In fact, that was no around the NX. time... No and that was around the time of our first, one of our first podcasts, so yeah. we were very excited. Um, well, that, that's in this month. That's my that's my last point. Oh. Keep on going. We'll okay. To it. <laughs> PlayStation VR was released in October. Tomb Raider celebrated its 20th anniversary. I think we've gotten through all the 20th anniversaries now. And then they released the 20th anniversary edition. They did, didn't they? Mm. Yep. Um, oh, there we go. Our first podcast gets released online. So they- <laughs> oh, that's pretty much the biggest yeah. thing that happened. It is. That's oh, huge. Year. That's huge. Yeah, that's my game of the year. That's it. Done. <laughs> we I, get the podcast. I get to hang out with you blokes every two weeks. That's brilliant. huge. I'm so sorry. Can I go back to... Tomb- no, I love it. <laughs> Can I go back to Tomb Raider quickly? I remember when Tomb Raider came out, my auntie, who is not anywhere... You're any- talking PS1 Tomb Raider? Yeah, the original yeah. Tomb Raider, um, did not play video games or anything. She bought a PlayStation to play... Tomb Raider because of the advertising as this is a game that, you know, is for everybody and you look how good the graphics are. Oh, the graphics. So um, how long you know. before she stopped? Well, that was it. That's the only game she played on it. Like, I don't think she's ever played a game since, but like that was... Did that she was, actually play it and Yeah, she it? played it. She finished it. See, there were people buying consoles for the first Assassin's Creed because their marketing campaign was so good. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? Like, there, there's you know, how that kind of comes in waves. Like it was like Halo with the Xbox. Like yep. that was, oh. you had to get an Xbox to play Halo. So for one of our readers out there, Al, yep, I'm mentioning listeners. Halo again. Awesome. Oh yeah, listeners, yeah, readers, the, listeners. That's the, um, that's, the, that's the game you can play here. <laughs> he complained to me the other day that I talk about Halo too much. So I'm going to mention Halo at least once every hour. That wasn't me, that was Jace. I'm happy to talk no, about No, no, this was, this, was, this was one of my mates that listens to us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Also, November was the PlayStation 4 Pro was released. Mm-hmm. Can you get one easily now? Because I know they're all sold yeah. out for a long time. You can get yeah. it pretty yeah. easily. Okay. Yeah, bit, of a, bit of a weird choice with the no 4K uh, 4K thing. Blu-ray yeah. yeah. And then the yeah. Xbox does it. The Xbox are pushing out pretty hard saying it's the cheapest 4K Blu-ray. Yeah. You can buy. It's not even pushing saying like we're better than PlayStation. No, It's, it's just, just the, saying like if you're a, a 4K player, <laughs> yeah. get us. It's the cheapest one to get. Yeah, yeah. Have you it noticed works. that with the partner content on Kotaku? Yeah, like, it comes well. up a lot. It's popped yeah. up a few places. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. And December, the Game Awards and the PlayStation Experience, which we talked about in the last podcast. And so. you can check out our website versus player.com with the, what we thought of those as well. It was a really good breakdown. It was nice a good work. breakdown. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go anywhere else to get that news. You don't need I went to. straight to versus player, which is also my homepage. That's it. Actually, you know, I found, it, yours. I found it much easier to read. <laughs> so nice work, Joe. Whenever you make my job easier, I love it. Wonderful. All right. So it's been a good year, though, I think. I think for games, it's been, you know, with, with the console generation you know kind of coming into its own i think in terms of game releases i didn't put that on here because you know we'll talk about that when we talk about our games and our favorite games of the year and whatnot but as a console i think you know 
both consoles are, are, you know, really established themselves as this is what we do. We're, we're gamers focused now. Like when they first came out, it was very much Sony was saying, you know, we're for the gamers and Xbox, Microsoft were like TV, TV, you know, multimedia device. But now I think it's a race about, you know, who's more for the gamer. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think we're in a good place um, with what's coming on the horizon. It's it's wonderful. Like it's exciting, you know, to bring on 2017 in the future. But I think 2016 overall has been really good in that we are like establishing these are, you know, consoles are now for the gamers and the PC side of things are really going into that new avenue. And, and, and PlayStation as well with the VR. It's been really interesting. Um, and it's a start of where we're going, I think, it's going to be wonderful. Do you want to also notice was really interesting because I thought they were really interesting points too, but that indie games have become a really established part of the landscape yeah. now as opposed to like previously they were, oh, it's interesting to see what they're doing with the little budget, but eh. While now they're bringing some of the most rich, I think, story-based experiences for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's something that I, I, did, I wouldn't say I avoided, but I just didn't pay any attention to until this year. And I've gotten some really nice experiences out of them, yeah. um, thanks to recommendations from the two of you. So, yeah, no, I think it's been an interesting year. Well, I think Jay said it in one of our previous podcasts that, you know, you want to get something new and something interesting, you're going to go to an indie game. Yeah. Like, you know, that's that's where the risks are being taken in that sort of kind of avenue. And I, th- I agree completely. Yeah, no, for sure. Cool. Jason's look almost was, no, you're putting words in my mouth. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got we got it. Before we go on to the next part, can I just I say I wasn't skipping oh, it. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I'll let you host. No, no, it's all right. You can you can jump in. I just <laughs> I, I like how you looked at me and just thought, "Are you skipping past it? You're skipping past it." All right. Um, in the last episode, we talked about stuff that was coming out um this month. But one thing that I know Joe's still both excited and confused about. I don't believe it. Is that the Last Guardian has finally been released? It's on shelves. You can buy it. It's actually getting really great reviews from everything I've seen. Still not going to play it. I'll, I'll actually, no, no, take, take it back. I'm still not going to buy it. I, I would happily play it, but I, I just, yeah. I've I've seen good things. One of the biggest criticisms is, that's come out from it is that it doesn't really explain a lot. So people are under the impression that you, like the way you control, I think Trico is the name of the, the bird dog. The dog. Bird dog. Um, it, it isn't, apparently the tutorial side of things is a very good. Okay. Um, and once you kind of figure it out, it's actually quite intuitive and it apparently Trico kind of learns like a, a small animal would. I haven't yeah. played it. This is just what I've heard. Um, but I think it's actually quite good. Yeah, I, I love, I've read some of these things as well and I love how people is like, you know, saying, well, it behaves like an animal would behave. So it doesn't yeah. always do what you want it to Absolutely. do, which is a great like excuse for, like I'm not saying for this for game, but, but for yeah, any yeah. game in the future, they're going to be like, well, you know, they're zombies, so they don't they don't have a yeah. brain, so that's why they're walking into the wall or whatever I, it is. I, I still remember um, I was at a I was at a thing with you, Jonathan. It was like a Sega event, but they um, had Assassin's Creed, the first one there. And yes. I was so excited to play this. And people were asking questions. And I said, oh, I said, can he swim? And she said, well, they wouldn't be able to swim back in those times, so so he can't swim. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh, okay. They wouldn't be able to swim. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't be able to times. swim, apparently. Well, wasn't that just as you were jumping off one of the <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was like, because I wanted peaks. to jump. Yeah. But, in, but in Assassin's Creed, was it to, the second one of that NCO trilogy, he could swim, right? Apparently. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. He could, he could. I don't yeah. know if it was the second or the third one, but in one of the other ones, she he definitely she could. She should have gone with, you know, that his clothes were too heavy and that he drowned. That would have been more plausible. 
No, it was, some sort, of, it was some sort of update in the Animus that they... That's right. The Animus um, couldn't um, read water properly. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, on to the next one. So you all died of thirst. All right. Um, we love talking about the free games that we get through services like Xbox Live, Games with Gold, and also PlayStation Plus. Yep. So we've now had a year pass by and Joe's pulled up a list of all the games that were released on both of those services. And it's interesting. I'm looking at it, not having a PS4 this time around, I've got my PS3. I've mostly looked at Xbox Live Games with Gold this year and I download everything, whether I'm going to play it or not. Yeah. And I looked at the list and Which realized- Which is what everybody should do, really. Oh, yeah, because then it's there if you want yeah. to get to it later. I, th- I think it's a really great option. But when I looked at the list, I realized how little of it I played. Yeah. Um, now, that's not anything against the games. I think- and we were talking about this earlier as we were getting ready for the podcast that it's been a really funny year and things have gone past really quickly. You know, this this year's been a bit of a blur, but um, I would like to talk about a few of the games that stood out for each of us from this collection. If you're looking for the list, guys, um, we're happy to potentially put it up on the website, but it, look, a Wikipedia search is pretty easy to find it. But um, if you look at things like, we were all very excited that Burnout Paradise came out. Uh, yes. A couple of days do we, ago. Do we know yet if the camera works with the Kinect? No, we don't. I, I sure hope it does. We know the DLC is all there, which is really cool. So I can drive around in my DeLorean, yep. which is my little, my mini DeLorean, which was oh, so much fun. So I'm much doing fun. that again. Um, that was a big one for me. Um, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition on Xbox One. I'm looking forward to playing it, but I haven't I've downloaded it. So you never it. played Sleeping Dogs? I, I played through, because it was free for Xbox 360 it was either really early this year or late last year. Yep. I'll look at the list in a second. Yeah, I think it was last year I played it. Was it was last year? Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed it. I just haven't finished it. So I'm looking forward to seeing how different the Definitive Edition is in terms of I, um, like how, how nice the graphics are. I replayed the beginning of that game again because yeah. I had sort of faint memories of how it started. It's such a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's such a shame that we're not going to see a number two. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. It was, it was probably, excuse the pun, but it was like the sleeper hit of that year. Yeah. Um, when it first got Please released. Please don't excuse that pun. We, we want more of it. It was, was, it was a sleep hit. Because yeah. <laughs> that was the team that originally put together the, um, oh, what were they called? It was another open world game, different name. Oh, True Crime. Yes, this that's is, it. This is True Crime. Yeah. It's, yeah this, it's, so this was going to be True Crime Hong Kong. Yeah. And then, then yeah, they changed then the name. They Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Truly? Yeah. Didn't you know that? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, right. Sarcasm. <laughs> I'll ignore that. All right, I'm moving along. Um, That's I, criminal, Joe. I did play Far Cry 3 Sorry, Blood, dog. <laughs> Blood Dragon. Did you guys have a go? I did. No, I, I still haven't. Yeah, I, I played it. I enjoyed it. It was. Yeah, um, I haven't got into the weapons yet, but I still love how much of a piss take it is on um, 80s action movies. Yeah. It's just hilarious. And even the, the tracking effects for like it's being recorded on a VCR and yep. just little things like that. Oh, it's so much fun. Um, oh, on my pile of shame though, The Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition, I'm still meaning to get around to finishing that game one day. Yeah, I love it. Mirror's Edge, which I didn't go back. I really want to go back and play and finish. Yeah, I wonder what it'll be like now. Like I've got it. It's been free on Origin this year as well. I oh, think. yeah. And, um, you talking about Catalyst or are you talking no, about no, the original? No, original, original, original oh, okay. Mirror's yeah. Edge. Um, yeah, I wonder what, how it would play still because it was great. I, I love that game when it was out. Um, I'm going to skip. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm jumping around here. Um, so there'll be some that I'll miss because I'm, well, I've got the list, so I'm going to pick the stuff I like. Um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas 2. The reason I bring this one up is I still love the fact that we use the cameras to put our faces on yeah. our characters and that you guys look 
just horrible. Yeah. And I looked awesome. And John, you and I, we played that together, the, the campaign as yeah. well. We, yeah, that was that was a brilliant game. I, yeah, loved it. Yeah. Um, and one of my personal favourites, XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Oh, yeah. Free, finally got you into that. Finally got me into it. You, yeah. uh, you skipped Spelunky there, champ. Yeah. Oh, did I? What's that all about? When did I speak? Oh, sorry. Spelunky. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll be talking about Spelunky later on. Like, okay, we'll come back you, to We're going to talk about it later. Well, that, yeah, that's in, in our favourites for the year list of the things that we've played. That's something I'm going to talk about. I, it's brilliant. I really enjoy it, but I suck. This is my year. This is the first time I played Spelunky. It was this year. So you're counting it. I'm, I am. Well, I'll talk about it later, but yeah, I'm, I'm a changed we'll talk person. talk about Thank you. We should do a Spelunky cast. Definitely. Let's do it. I'm there. Yeah. Well, I'll be dying in the background a lot. All right. Um, oh, Peggle I enjoyed. Uh, Super Meat Boy was free as well. That is that a was good. brilliant game. That was if good. you never played that, that, that is so more. much fun. Defense Grid 2. I finished that before it became free. I yeah, love Defense that Grid. Too. That was great. Yeah. Did you ever play that, Chase? I didn't know. Great tower defense game. Cool. Really awesome. And I enjoyed playing it after you, Johnny, because I got to see your points, so I'd always try and play it again to beat your score. So What a shame you didn't get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're good at that game, let's be honest. All right, yes. I went um, trash Saints Row 4. I love the Saints Row games. They're just crazy and over the top. They're a lot of fun. Um, I couldn't get into Sunset Overdrive, though. I yeah, tried. it's funny. I remember you said that once. I think we spoke about this. I'll be really quick here, but... I bought the DLC when it when this when it was free because I'd played the game and it, the, the DLC came on for like seventy five percent off or something. I tried to play it and yeah, I I, I loved it when I played it, but oh I, I yeah I wouldn't recommend it now. Truthfully, it doesn't play as well as no it I, it did then. It's just the magic's gone. I mean, the Wolf Among Us is on there though. Yeah, that was awesome. I've still yet to play it. I played through pretty much all I think it's five chapters. Yeah, um, in a day. I'm oh, really? Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. so good. I love I'm, it too. I'm really looking forward. Hopefully, there'll be a follow-up to it. I, I remember when I played it, I was um, there was one scene where, I'm not going to spoil the game because it, it's all about the story, but there's one scene where they did something to the character that your your yep. guy's in love with. Yep. And I'm like, if this guy touches her again, yep. I'm going to rip I his you throat out. <laughs> and then... So he did. And then one of my options was to like rip his throat out. So I did it. And her, and she was so angry with me. And I'm like, no, you can't be. And I turned my computer off. I'm like, no, that can't be what happened. She was like, she's going to leave. She's not going to be with me. She's not going to want to can't even look at me anymore. So I was like, nah, change my decision. I don't like to do that. If only life worked that way, right? I would love to. But anyway. Actually, I look at this list and just to remind everyone, because we've been talking about it for a little while now, this is the list of games that were released for free on Xbox Live's Games with Gold. It's a great um, list. Th- th- this list is almost like my pile of shame of games that I really want to finish and haven't got around to. But this, um, is incre- this is an incredible list of games that you just get as part of your service of Xbox Live. And I know you're paying for it, but, you know, like you didn't mention there, Hand of Fate, which was... I played a bit of that, Australian yeah. Game. It's a card game, right? Yeah, yeah, I got up to the very last oh, stage really? of that game mm. and I can't beat it. I'm so close to beating it and it's something that I want to get back to over Christmas and beat that last stage. It's it's a fantastic game, really different. It's card, yeah. but then there's a third person kind of fighting part as well to it um, based on what you're doing. It was a really fun and different game. I did, also, um, a guy keeps mocking me in that. And then so part two is coming out soon as well. Oh, really? yeah. yeah. I'll have to check it out. I did Aussie, Aussie game. I did play um, Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishment. Oh, what was it, it feels like? feels like there are a lot of weird Sherlock games that come out that nobody really you would think would ever play. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually played with Jen and we had a lot of fun with it. Okay. Um, the, the investigation aspect of it and trying to sort of like deduce who committed yeah. the crime and interrogating people, it's all really unique. It, it, it does feel a little bit like more of an indie game, maybe not as polished as some of the other games out there. 
Um, but it shouldn't be overlooked. I had a lot of fun with it. Okay. One of the, remember one of the, I'm sure you guys have seen it online. There's one of the older Sherlock games which had the most hilarious movement system for Watson. So Watson was programmed in, but he wouldn't walk. So you would turn your camera around, like your view, first person. When you'd hover or something. And, and you turn back and you'd just be appearing right next to you. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's, you got if you're not seen it, just, just go on YouTube and search in like creepy Watson in Sherlock Holmes or something games. It's really hilarious. So like you just walk off turn and he's just right next to you so wherever you're going but he never walked but anyway funny I will thing. I will also give a quick shout out to Sticks Master of Shadows was it good? I enjoyed quite, that quite too. a good stealth game I didn't game. finish it but um, I enjoyed that can be quite challenging as well depending on the difficulty you're playing on there's a sequel coming out as well see again cool. I was skipping those because I haven't played them and I felt bad well I'm going to give one more shout out too as well before we move on Killer Instinct Ultra they gave the first season out yep. season 2 was on sale then too so I picked up that fantastic fighting game nice yeah, I remember you um, talking about it at the time. Um, the other thing I'm going to shout out that was a little bit higher up the list was Gears of War 2 was in there. Now, I've yet to finish that, but I really liked that they released the entire Gears of War series up until 4 over the last two years on Games with Gold. Yeah. I think it was a really smart move. And then when Gears of War 4 came out, they gave it away with the Gears of War 4 game, the, the 4 they games. Too, didn't they? And then I got a code, so I got that. And I think I gave it to you, John. No, Jace. Jace? Oh, no, I gave it to my brother-in-law, actually. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But then I got another code for, for all of them as well. And that one I gave to Jace. You did. Just, just, just out of the blue on my Microsoft account. You've played these games before or something, so I have another code for them. No, really? Which makes no sense. Yeah. But thank you for free things. We'll, we'll take more. At versus, at, what are we? Podcast at versus <laughs> oh, One day, one day. I think we'll just pre-record that one day. Yeah. And just press the button. Press the button. Yeah. That's for the future. Now, um, PlayStation Plus, I'm going to default to you guys because a lot of these games I look at and I haven't played a whole heap of them. Um, I'm going to just try and pull out some of the, the well, bigger ones. I spoke about this last time, Deadly Tower of Monsters. That oh, was you brilliant. loved that. Yeah, that you? was so good. Invisible yeah. Link's there up the top. Yeah, I, I started playing that mm-hmm. and I'm not, it was it good? I'm not really enjoying it, truthfully. Yeah. Really? I really enjoyed the tutorial, but like you said, it is, it is really brutally hard and... Um, I don't really know sometimes what I'm doing wrong or how I'm being seen or how I'm not like how I'm putting myself in a position. Then they have a move, they see me, but I'm like, well, how how could I know that? Because I'm doing all the peeking through the door and things. Yeah, um, I'll get back to it a little bit more, but right now it, it, it does have been. some elements of trial and error. There's yeah. actually a game that came out recently um, called. Shadow Tactics, Shadow Tactics, oh, yeah. and Shadow Tactics I've been playing, and it it's the same sort of thing. Shadow Tactics straight up promotes saving. It actually comes up with a thing in the top right hand corner going, "You haven't saved for sixty seconds." And when you haven't saved <laughs> for sixty seconds in this game, you're like, "Oh," and you scramble, and you can actually just hit that button and it will save for oh, you. Oh wow! Okay. Or you can press F five and it will save for you. There's yep. multiple buttons that let you save because there's just so many things that can go wrong, and it's just it's almost like this big game of chess where one wrong move and it's just sort of game over. Um, but yeah, I'll talk more about that later. Cool. Okay. Um, I like that Resident Evil was released on PlayStation Plus this year for PS4. Yeah. Um, you've all heard me talk about it before and I'll talk about it again. Transformers, and in this case, Transformers Devastation. It was a fun fighting game. I really want you guys to try it out and see what you think. Cool. Um, well, not a fighting game. It's a third-person brawler. Nice. That's probably the best way to put it. That's by um, oh, the guys who did Bayonetta. Platinum yes. Games, right? Yep. Cool. Yeah, plays very much um, everything I've heard because I haven't played Bayonetta, but it plays very, oh, very so good. well. If you enjoy Bayonetta that, Bayonetta two, okay. amazing. The, I'm, the, I'm the, the combat in that is devastation. All right, is amazing though. Yeah, all right. 
Um, from Dust. I, yeah, no, you love that. I, I really enjoyed that yeah. game. I've got to finish it, but yeah. Um, and Journey, I really enjoyed. I know you didn't get the same buzz, but for me... Like Jace did, though. You did? I, I really enjoyed it, but it wasn't... I think the problem for me was I didn't play it online and I played it after I'd seen all the hype for it. It was it was amazing, though. Don't get me wrong. Journey See, Journey for me is easily one of the best games I've played. Yeah. It's, it's very circumstantial. It was due... I, I played it probably about two or three times and it felt like an event each time and I would have friends who would come over and it was just in those sort of lulls of like, what do you want to do? You know, you're having a few drinks and you hang around. And then, well, it's a lot faster than that. Yeah. I'd hand them a control and say, give this a go. And I'd have, even when I had like some parties and stuff at my place, somebody during that period of time where it was out, somebody was always playing Journey on the screen. Oh, wow. And it was such a cool thing because you'd have music going and even though the music in the game is so beautiful mm. and there were times where you would turn off the music we were listening to just to listen to it, um, it, it all just sort of flowed very well. It was almost... Journey for me was almost like, uh, I don't know if you remember on Windows Media Player, they used to have these weird effects. I do, yes, yes. And it felt like this thing that could just play in the background and people, it would draw people's attention for a moment and somebody would put down a control, somebody would pick it back up again and then somebody in the multiplayer world would come in and nobody really ever fully understood, even I understood how the multiplayer aspect worked. It was very Dark Souls-y in the way that it was procedural. Yeah. Procedural. But, um, oh man, like... For me, easily one of the best games I've ever played purely yeah. based on... I'd never go back and play it again. I wouldn't want to tarnish its yeah, yeah, yeah. those thoughts of it. But I, that, A lot game. of people say that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Like it's that one sort of play. That was my playthrough. Yeah. Like the Telltale games. Like that's my story. This is my playthrough of that yeah. experience. For me, it was... I, I bought it really looking forward to playing it. And my fiance actually picked up the controller because she went, what's this all about? And I'd only played for about two minutes at that point. And she ended up playing through pretty much the whole game. I think there was this one part where it's quite dark in the dungeons and you're being attacked and she didn't enjoy that. So she handed it to me to get through that. But it was a real experience for her. She can be quite um, spiritual at times is probably the best way to put it. And this was the first time a video game spoke to her in that way. And I really enjoyed that experience with her because she got something out of it that, yeah, I just hadn't seen before. So yeah, I love that game. Got a lot of great memories for it. Cool. Um, I know you love... And actually, I I haven't played this version of it. Prince of Persia: Forgotten Sands was free. Yeah, we spoke earlier in the year. Podcast. We have was a great game. Patapon Three. Oh, so I would have played that. <laughs> um, Saints Row: Get Out of Hell. Prince of Persia: Revelations. Wow, PS uh, PlayStation Plus was really pumping out Prince of Persia this year. Yeah, Gone Home. I would have played that too. Yeah, anyone who got Gone Home and just didn't know what it was and played that for the first time, lucky you. That's a great game. Oh, I still haven't played it, so I've got to get around to it. God of War, um, The Chains of Olympus. I'm pretty sure I played this on my PSP a few years ago. I remember it was you great. It. Yeah. yeah. And um, Loco Roco. I love Loco Roco. Uh, otherwise, zipping through the list here. Ah, and another game on my pile of shame Grim Fandango Remastered. I've been wanting to play Grim Fandango since it was first released back on. Was it on Floppy or was it a CD originally? Might have been CD. I think it was was early CD, yeah. Yeah. And um, I've finally got on Steam, thanks to you guys pointing out uh, Humble Bundle. I just haven't got around to playing it, but really looking forward to it. I mentioned just up there, I never played Zombie U, but they re-released it just as Zombie. But Zombie U as a game is apparently quite good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that a lot of people didn't get to play it. Yeah, agreed. 
it was fun. I just played the demo on the Wii U when it was there and it was fun though. Like you, your character would die and then you'd come up against them as a zombie later on yep. and they have all their gear. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> that was a fun kind of feature of it. And but, um, Persona 4 I was reading today was a, a really big hit for a lot of people. Yeah. And that was a, a I, I think one. I think the thing for me is it's sad that, I'm not sad, I, I, it's, just, it's a shame that you can't play these PS3 games on your PlayStation 4. Like, I know there's a lot of cross-buy with your PlayStation Vita games and PlayStation 3 games, but there's a lot of PS3 games there that would be great to just have a bit of a go at, but you need your PS3 plugged in. And really, most people, I imagine, have moved on from yeah. having that plugged in still. Right. I think what, what you know, and I get why they've done that with their, um, what's it called, PlayStation Now. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, a real, it's a real miss, I think, because so many of those games there on that list... Who's going to be playing them? It's like I still I, I activate them because I've got my PlayStation Three still. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, agreed. Good year for free games, though. Like well, oh. as part of the service, like some really wonderful games in there. Well, that's the thing for those of us that are being a bit more frugal these days. I these services like it's a low cost when you think about it. Like what games with gold is eighty bucks a year yeah. if you buy it full price. Yeah. And right and now Sony are having a I think it's twenty five percent off PlayStation subscription. So just st- stack up a few years and you well, know save some money. That's it. And and the, the selection of games that you're getting for it. Like if you haven't had a chance to play some classics, there are a lot of really great games coming in there. Yeah. And yeah. and like they've both done it um where it's been a new game has been released free. You know, like Rocket League was the big the big one when when that came out, that was free on on PlayStation Plus, oh, wow. you know, and that got millions and millions of downloads, and you know, now it's this massive hit, deservedly so. But anyway, good yeah. year for free games. I'm probably going to interject here for a second. Um, it's pretty common for podcasts to have people who write in, and usually there's a section at the end there where uh, you'll go through a few emails. Um, but what we might try is something a little bit different, where throughout the podcast, um, we'll actually just read out an email. Cool. Yeah. Um. This one's a short and sweet one. Um, it's from Mick. He's in New South Wales. And he asks, um, what games would you buy a console for? So my answer to this Past question, well, it's your call. You can take it how you want. But for example, for me, I bought a uh, PlayStation Vita purely to pay um, Persona 4, a lot of P's in this, Persona 4 Golden. Nice. Well, I'm glad I brought that up. Um, Persona 4 is easily one of the best RPGs I've ever played. It shocked me how good it was. It's such a fantastic game to play on the Vita. And even though I bought and sold my Vita not long after I beat that game, oh, really? <laughs> um, honestly, worth it. Just yeah. purely for the experience. And I mean, all in all, you know, I, you know, you, you, you can see it as, well, I lost a little bit of money on it, but I can't have that experience anywhere else. Yes, I might have been able to like go back and potentially purchase it for a PlayStation console. I don't even know if Persona 3 came out here. I don't um, think it did. Four was on PlayStation Two well, originally. Well, I think that you can now download them as part of PlayStation. Okay. Um, but yeah, for me it was it was that. Is there is there like Uncharted Four for you, Joe? Maybe. Yeah, would Uncharted you... Four is like, we, and with the slate of games coming out, I, I would definitely say that. I mentioned before, like I bought my upgraded my PC for Half Life Two. Yeah. Um, and I would have back then definitely recommended it. Um. Again, something I just mentioned recently, like if you're into action adventure games, I don't think I've played anything better than um, Bayonetta 2. That, that on so the you're Wii U. saying that you would buy a Wii U just to play Bayonetta 2? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, this is the it question. Is, it is, if you're, I don't know, oh. not, not now, but if you can get, like you said, if the price went down on it, yes, but I wouldn't say no. I guess to answer that question, 
probably going back, yeah, Halo was the one. Like, oh, I, why I would think, you beat me to it? Well, that was it. Like, But now I think for most of it, yeah, for the Xbox, there's great games on the Xbox One, but I wouldn't say there's anything close to Uncharted 4. I think that would be it. Like I would, if you want a incredible, you know, story and whatnot, if you've not played the other Uncharted games, you're not going to get the same thing out of it, but you can play all of them as well. Like just get the remaster. For me, I've got to say the same thing. I've been so close to buying a PlayStation 4 just to experience that game. Yeah. It, seems, it seems silly. I mean, you know, you're going out there and you're spending $400. Sometimes you can get really good deals, but ultimately you're paying all this money for an experience. I mean, people pay big money for experiences. People yeah. pay big money to jump out of airplanes. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's the same thing as, as say, playing a video game. But, I mean, concert tickets can be but, but expensive. But why, why can't it be, though? Like, exactly. for, me, for me, playing Uncharted 4, and I'll, I'm going to talk about it later yep. in, in my what I think was the best game of the year, my favourites of the year. But that that was an incredible part of this year for me. Like, when I look back over the year, and I don't, I don't, I have no shame in saying, it was one of my favourite moments of the year. My favourite things I did this year was playing Uncharted 4. Like, having the combination of that, Nathan Drake's story of what I've gone on, his journey and his family's journey and, you know, these friends and whatnot, um, seeing that come to what was an incredible ending um, but a, an incredible journey again, um, yeah, it was brilliant. And I, I would, yeah, I would say that that would be it for me to answer the question, yeah. Would you have gotten an Xbox without Halo? That's a really good question because it brings up the answer I was going to give because he stole Halo. The original reason I was buying the Xbox was... It had a lot of sequels to my last console, which I dearly loved, the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. And so that that drew me over. Like um, Project Gotham Racing was originally Metropolis Street Racer. Yep. And I loved that. So that's what originally sold me on the Xbox, but Halo kept me there. And KOTOR would have kept you there as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. that was amazing too. But um, I remember, let's go way back, I bought the Mega Drive purely for Sonic 2. That... That won it over for me. Like I loved the uh, the Master System before it. My brother owned that. He bought it. But when the Mega Drive and Sonic Two was announced, because I played Sonic at somebody else's house when I was a kid, and I saved up my money just for Sonic Two and that console, and loved every minute of it. Wow! I just remember something. Actually, I bought a PlayStation Three with a Metal Gear as well. Like that was later on in the in the cycle as well. But I bought it for that game. I bought a PlayStation 3. Um, no, I didn't. I got a PlayStation 3 for free when Bravia were doing a promotion. Yeah. Um, my, I, was, I think I was, must have been playing the Xbox 360 at the time. Yep. And I've done this twice in my life, but the PlayStation 2s, the really slim ones, yep. were on special Harvey Norman or something like that. And I thought, I'm going to buy one of these. And even though it was last gen, I still really, really wanted to play Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Yeah. And so I bought that and Snake Eater on the same day. And then and it ended up being, I don't know, it was about $200 for the PlayStation than whatever the games were. But then I went and I started going through an old um, back catalogue of PlayStation 2 games because yeah. I just never had the console. And there were so many games oh, I missed out. So, many, oh, great, so and, many great games. And the same thing happened to me when I was a kid. I had the PlayStation 1 and um, I went to a cash converters yeah. to buy a Super Nintendo because I really, really wanted to play Harvest Moon. Yeah. And then ah. there was a whole era where I just forgot about the PlayStation that even existed. Yeah. This is after Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I forgot that it even existed, and I just played SNES games exclusively for the longest time. Yeah. And it was such a jump back, but uh, it was awesome. Yeah. So would, would you guys recommend 
the Xbox One for a game now? Like, is there a game on the... Like, so I'm saying PlayStation 4 to get Uncharted 4. You've got to play the other ones, though. Like, I, I wouldn't say for someone who hasn't played Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 that it's a must-buy. But if you played those three games, PlayStation 4 for Uncharted 4 is a yeah, must-buy. Yeah, that's what's... But yeah, there, is, there a, is there a game on Xbox One that you think, like, looking at the current console the generation, is there a must-play game? The short answer for me on that one is no. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And the reason is that while there are a lot of exclusive titles, they're more often than not sequels. Yep, or cross-platform. Or cross-platform. Cross and the I'm also one. not um, as intrigued by a lot of these games. Like Halo is a great series and Assassin's Creed is a lot of fun. And I mean, again, these these games, or at least Assassin's Creed, can be found on other consoles. But what I find is that I've played Halo. I know what it's like. Yeah. I know what to expect. No, there isn't some new, beautiful, amazing game that's coming out. I mean, usually it's the graphics that are going to be improved and maybe some elements of the gameplay, but there's nothing particularly unique. And more multiplayer. Exactly. And you can't get a... Um, you can't really get an Uncharted 4-type experience, despite the fact that I haven't played it yet. You can't get that experience. The closest you've got is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, really anywhere else. And it's a lot of it has to do with the fact that I grew up with that character. Yeah. There isn't anything like that, unfortunately, for the Xbox, despite no. the fact that I don't have a PlayStation and yeah. that's my console of choice. And the Wii U, like I said, Bayonetta is an incredible action-adventure game, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend to buy the console just for that. And I I didn't really like the Super Mario world. I played it all the way through yep. um, 3D World or Land or whatever it was called. Um, Mario Kart 8 is brilliant, but the old Mario Kart games are still a lot of fun too. No, that's fair enough. Well, that was an awesome question. That was a great yeah, question. Thank yeah, thank yeah. you. All right, let's um, let's hit the big topic yes. of the day. Um, the big topic for us is, I guess, what were your top three games? We've got a couple of categories to go through um, for each of us, and maybe some honourable mentions, and we'll have a bit of a chat as to why we chose those games. Because it's interesting. I'm looking at the lists and what everybody but Jace has filled in for us. <laughs> <laughs> He's keeping them secret, but. It, it's interesting to look at the crossover, but also the different experiences we had throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's kick it off with, we've got a topic. What was your favorite game that wasn't released this year that you've played? Yeah, for me, I think we mentioned a couple in that free list. Like, so some of my games that I played this year, I wouldn't have played if they weren't released free on those um, platforms. So one of them, XCOM Enemy Unknown, which yeah. I, I only... I heard a lot about from you guys i played the old 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 XCOM games back in the day um but i love that that was brilliant um and i had it as an honorable mention but just today i finished ori in the blind forest and it's kicked into my top three so um it was it was incredible what did they, you get i'm kicking out kalimba which is a wonderful game and i got that um for free right at the beginning of the year when i did that kind of again we spoke about it last week or last two weeks ago um, but when I did that like little free promotion with Japan or something, swap my Xbox Live account over for that. But um, Kalimba's a great game, it. really fun game. But um, Ori in the Blind Forest, just so, like I said, just finish it this afternoon. Um, that game is so wonderfully crafted. There's six like elements that you've got to kind of get your um, Ori through. Um, it's a really kind of sad tale that's being told and you're not really sure you know, at one like it kind of gets to a point where it's like, are you the good guy? Are you the bad guy? Or what's going on here? Um, but it's just one of those two two D side scroller Metroidvania type of games, which is just beautifully crafted. I finished it. I want to now go back and play Symphony of the Night because I'm like, 
wow, is this the best Metroidvania game I've played? I've got to play Symphony of the Night again to see um, because it's 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 brilliant. Um, but just have you played Metroid Zero Mission? No. Oh, I might have lend it to you one day. Cool. Just saying, Symphony of the Night. Um, I I played for the first time this year on DS. Um, Castlevania. There are two of them. As Oh, I can't even remember the name of it. Dawn of Sorrows, maybe it might yeah, have been called. Dawn of Sorrows is one, and the other one's... Um, oh, I'll have to look it up for you. I've got one at home. I've not had that much fun in a side-scroller, probably since Symphony of the Night. And I know it's another Castlevania game, but it just has different elements to it. It's it's a brilliant game. Yeah. I've played a lot of side-scrollers this year. I've played um, Unravel as well. Unravel the year, was very, which very was, good. Which was a really nice Visually game. Visually very impressive. Um, and that was a nice, that was a nice What's game. What's his name, Yanni? Yanni, yeah. oh, I think it was. That's what I called yeah. it. That was in the... In the, um, the I remember that guy bringing it out on E3 stage. It yeah, was beautiful. It was very cool. But that, I played that with my kids sitting there, and they loved watching that. But um, anyway, getting back to my top three. So, yeah, Ori's in there. Spelunky's definitely in there. And that was one that, you know, again, if it wasn't free... I wouldn't have played it, and gee, that game is just brilliant. Like that is one of the best. I love games. it, but it, you guys put a bit of shame on it. You talk about levels that you've gotten to, and I'm just like dreaming that I could get that far. Oh, it's um, it's. I just die left, front, and center. What did I get? The parachute or something that got me through. That, I, that that got me through. I play Spelunky once a year since I've discovered it. So I probably discovered it maybe 2012. Yeah. Um, and I honestly go through it once a year. It's great. It's rare that I will go back and play, but I just, I get that craving. There's nothing quite like it. The speed in which it plays at, um, it's just polished. And it's, it's going to be good forever though. Like the, the graphical graphic style, the the controls, and this goes to Ori as well. The controls in Ori are so tight. Like you do tight, everything yeah. exact. And same with um, Spelunky. Um, but just my last one was DuckTales Remastered. I forgot how much I loved that game and it was a lot of fun. And again, I played that with my uh, my son sitting with me um, through. And yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Pretty- it is tough. It is tough, but it's, it's a fun game. It's been really cheap this year too. It's been on special a couple of times. That's why I picked it up because it was cheap and I, I wanted to play it again. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so yeah, for me, it was those three. Nice. Who's um, next? Jace, do you want to no, go? you go for it, man. All right. I, I've got um, my three games are actually some really old ones that I, I really enjoyed. Um, Saints Row 4, when it came out in Games with Gold, because little things that really tickled my fancy, like the... Not to, if you haven't played it, you're about to be spoiled. So shut your ears. But um, the world blowing up, and the fact that when you're choosing your character and creating him, that one of the voice options was just listed as Nolan North. Yeah, that's that was tickled cool. my fancy so really much. Cool. It was hilarious. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, good game. I want to finish it off, but a lot of fun. Um, one of my other big ones this year was. I got out my old DOS disc of Command and Conquer, the original, and got it yeah, running on my this. Mac. That's cool. Now, I've said this before, but so much fun. I'm on the last level, and I don't remember ever playing the last level. I'm not sure if I actually finished it or not um, years ago. And my God, it's hard. I I want to finish it. I'm determined, but I'll, I'll get back to it soon. And the other big one for me this year was Beatles Rock Band. That's awesome. So I started playing it with my fiance, and I've had a... A lot of really great experiences playing with my fiance multiplayer games this year. And she would categorically tell you that she's not a gamer. But everything she's done this year would say otherwise. And she enjoys her games in a very different way to the way I do. But um, we had so much fun with this to the point where she she likes repeating certain things and because she enjoys it. Not because she's trying to beat a level or get a better score, but because she's really getting a buzz out of it. And Beatles Rock Band was one of those for her. So we went through and 
aced every single song, unlocked all the photos. There we was have... a lot of love put into that game. Oh, I, so I, much love. I really enjoyed that. Now I'm going to play it over the holidays. That was, yeah, a lot of fun. If you haven't played it and you're even mildly uh, you know, a music fan and music history, I think there's a lot to be said for Beatles Rock Band. Yeah. So it's really worth a play if you can you know, dig up a copy and a couple of guitars. You don't even need to play as the other instruments. The guitars are enough to really you know, get some enjoyment yeah, out of it. You'll pick them up cheap, surely. Oh, easily. <laughs> Just ask somebody. They've probably got some in their cupboard. Oh, exactly. Um, they were my, my my big three. Um, this year was an interesting year for me because I didn't actually play a lot of games. Yeah. But there were a lot of games I went back to. And again, it's quite rare that I would do that. Yeah. I played through Spelunky from scratch again to get all, all the secret characters. Um, but I actually did the same with Mark of the Ninja. Okay. Oh, that's a great um, game. Mark of the Ninja, I'm fairly confident I've maybe finished three or four times. And I've played it more than, than once a year. Um, but this year... I went back and did it again. Um, it did actually, there was a DLC that I missed and on one of the Steam sales, it came back where you get to actually play as like the master of the, the ninja for a brief level. It had commentary or something as well, didn't it? Did, it did, yeah. Yeah, I did that one of my playthroughs. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed that. It's just, there's no other game like it. No. Um, I've never not, played Mark of the Ninja. What's it like? It's not fair to say that it's a spiritual successor to Tenchu. Oh, okay. It, it's not fair to say that because it isn't the same game. Yeah. Um, it's a side-scroller. Uh, it's about trying to take down enemies in a really efficient way using darkness, obviously, because you're a ninja, but using tools. But you actually unlock um, uh, like outfits and suits that change the nature of the game. Okay. So when you assassinate somebody in the game, you go through like a quick QTE sequence that you need to do. It's yep. pressing X and then pressing a direction based on the type of weapon you have. Um, and that can make or break a game. Mm. It can make or break whether or not you get seen. And the whole point is you want to try and get through the level as fast as possible whether or not you choose to kill or not kill is up to you. There are separate challenges for those. But there's a suit, for example, that allows you to be able to kill without doing that QTE. Oh, yeah. And QTEs are notorious for being kind of an annoying thing in video games. Yeah. It seems quite cheap. But in this, it works as a mechanic because you have to be fast and efficient in pulling off the QTE for each kill. And it does a very satisfying and very violent death animation. <laughs> um, but when you unlock this suit that essentially lets you just run in and stab somebody... It changes the way you play yeah. and it feels very good. When I played it, when I got the suit that you didn't have a weapon with it, but she had no footsteps, yep. I just love that. Because so that, that's how that's, I played that's it. That's another from fantastic suit. Yeah, as well. that was it. Like it was like when I played Tomb Raider, the rise of the Tomb Raider and um what's the other one? Um the two the new, new two new Tomb Raider games. Tomb Raider. Oh just Tomb Raider, is oh, it? Oh no, Rise of the Tomb Raider and I can never remember what it's called because of Is it just Tomb Raider? No, I'll look it up. But Lara you guys Croft, Tomb Raider? I no. swear it's just called Tomb Raider. Well, anyway, those new Tomb Raider games, when I got the so I got the bow and arrow in them and I didn't use any weapons in the game Absolutely. because I'm like, this is how oh, that was I would be. And and so same with Mark and the Ninja. When I got that suit where I couldn't kill any, like you didn't have a weapon, I played the rest of the game like that and it became, that, that's that's what the game was for me. It was awesome. Yeah, I, 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 I would still recommend that game 100%. It's brilliant. It's, it's a good game. Yeah. Um, Saints Row 4, I'm going to give a shout out to because even though Jono mentioned it before, I played that single player. Um, and this year I bought a copy of it for a friend of mine. It was um, on sale on Steam. And we decided to play through it together. And at the very beginning of that game, not to spoil too much, you're the president of the United States. <laughs> and you walk through and you get to like say, 
Stuff oh, yeah. you to cancer and yeah, punch yeah. a guy in the face. That and was so cool. You get to choose. What was it? Either stuff you to cancer or what was the other one that you could choose? Oh, the two I options? Have, I can't remember. No, they're both so ridiculous. It, yeah. was, it, was awesome. it was awesome. But it's, it's such a cool and interesting opening sequence. And it's, I mean, it's a testament to the game series because it started off as a GTA clone, as a very semi-serious yeah. game. And eventually it's just become wacky. Saints Row reminds me a lot of the Fast and Furious franchise. Yes. Where that series started off as uh, about a bunch of guys or a, a cop um, trying to stop VCRs from being stolen. And in the latest trailer for the new Fast and Furious film, they're escaping from a submarine. Bring it on. I can't wait. That last <laughs> Fast and Furious <laughs> movie was so awesome. The last it was one was ridiculous, awesome. Yeah, but yeah, so awesome. It. Just, oh. just to, I feel left out. Fast and Furious, I mean, a lot of people, it's a movie that people love to hate. Yeah. But I mean, now you've got The Rock, Jason Statham, and Vin Diesel. The Charlize three, Theron's in the new Charlize, one. Charlize, but the three ballest guys in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, all Join fighting up. Oh, man, get in there. It is um, so, but that, that series is ridiculous. Have you seen the new trailer for that? No, I don't watch trailers. I don't, I'm You're not, watching this trailer. I don't like things to be spoiled. You need to see this trailer. Do I? I just said there was a submarine. You need to see it. <sighs> okay, I might, I might watch it. Well, just a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, so I played that with my friend. And um, you can do some crazy stuff in that game. And just the ability to be able to run up and slide under people and swing them around and you go flying around together. It's, it yeah. reminds me of a really nice experience. Um, a nice experience. A good experience I had in Crackdown with the same mate. Yes. Um, and Crackdown and Saints Row 4 are somewhat similar. Yeah, yeah they really are, um, aren't they? So, so Saints Row 4 was, was another good one for me. Um, I did play Ori in the Blind Forest just to steal off Joe's. I didn't finish it, but I very much enjoyed it. I'd like to get that, back that to it. That game is really hard, though. Like, I have no shame hard. in saying I played it on easy, yeah. and there's a mo- there's like achievements there for not dying, and like it's one percent of the population or people who've played it have got it. I don't even believe that it's one percent. Like, how could you play that game and not die? I died so many times. The platform, not fighting the characters. Uh, that's why I did it on easy because I thought make the platforming easier but the platforming is very difficult and it, and again the controls are really tight though and it's my own fault that I died it wasn't the game or, you know but it's sometimes you just needed to die in that game to know what you had to do absolutely yeah. I will I will give a shout out to um, Guitar Hero Live I haven't really touched a Guitar Hero game maybe since whatever the 2009 back when we were playing it probably oh yeah we played um, a lot of that and you guys got me onto Guitar Hero yeah, it's, it was the people that where we used to work uh, coming on to the series. The series sort of died off for a little while there. Um, the new one was very clever. First of all, um, I got it. I bought it this year, and I bought it as a gift for my girlfriend. But really, I just wanted to play it. Um, <laughs> but also, um, it was it was pretty affordable. Like it was maybe eighty bucks, yeah. and yeah, you get a guitar with it. But it's it's such a cool pick up and play game. And I don't know if you guys have played it, but what happens is there are like MTV. I'll call them MTV. It's not MTV, but stations you can tune into and between the hours of 12 and 3 they'll play all heavy metal songs and they'll introduce new songs in that aren't as far as i'm aware it seems to work this way that aren't part of the pack and then eventually you'll be able to buy that song later if you want to um but you you spend your sort of in-game money or tokens on um on being able to play certain songs the songs you want and then those tokens go down and you earn them from single player and stuff. Mm. And then there is a thing called, it's silly, but there's a thing called party mode or whatever where you pay $7 and you have access to everything for 24 hours. Cool. And so, But it's an interesting bit of um, pay for content because I can very much see, you again, I'm not comparing this game to Journey. I know this is a weird segue, but it's one of the, it's <laughs> I can't one wait of these, to hear where this is going. What yeah. I'm saying is it's totally one of these games where I have a collection of people over... Guitar Hero is running on the big screen and people are just passing the controller around while everyone, people having drinks outside. There's a barbecue going and then 
Yeah. You know, you're handing the guitar to somebody else and they'll have a go. And it's totally one of those games where it's drop in and drop out. You can press a button, the song will continue. You're actually in a per- persistent multiplayer game where 10 other people are playing with you. And then you just pick it back up as you need it. Um, it's it's a really, really cool experience. It's a unique twist on the direction they went. The cartooniness is gone. There's real people. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's very good. I'm borrowing this off you, mate. If that's totally. right. no, Brilliant. I want to know why we've never been invited to these parties, Joe. Yeah. Well, I actually haven't had one of these parties. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I just imagine that that's what it would be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuses, excuses. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All I can hear is beep, 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 on, beep. On. Save him, save him. <laughs> all right. So, let's talk about our favorite gaming moments. I know we just talked about a lot of them just then, but um, there's a few different ones out there. So, who would like to kick this one off? Should we just keep it in the same order? You want me to start it off each time? Sounds good. All right. So, um, look, for me, it's not so much a moment, but this year has been, and this is my honorable mention, just gaming with my kids. It's been awesome. Like, my son is, he knows what he's doing now. Like, oh, does before, he ever? Before I left here, he said, oh, dad, can I play Sebastian? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Can I play Sebastian? I'm like, I don't know what Sebastian is. I don't, there's no character named Sebastian. And he, turns the Xbox One on and he goes, this one, and it's Bastion. Because that was, I got that for free because I bought it on 360. So wait, he can play Bastion. He's, he, he put it on the other day and he's like, I'm, he's like, I wanted to play something. I said, oh, I tried, tried this game. Well, there's an easy mode where, where, you, okay. where, where whenever you die, you just spawn back in where, where you're up to. And I'm like, it's a really good game and I want him to play good games. Like I don't like him playing, I don't want him to play games on his phone or, you yeah. know, these kiddie games that aren't actually well kind of money money put into them and time put into them and crafted really well and um so he play, started playing it and he was like this is too hard this is too hard and my wife and i were like well you know you don't have to play it if you don't want to we don't want you to get frustrated but try to persevere and he's like oh, what's persevere so we explain what the word means and he did and i'm i'm so proud like he is playing bastion now he's unlocked a few of the worlds and getting through it and he's you know unlocking different weapons and you know it's a really fun game and yeah for me my big gaming one of my yeah for favorite moments has just been like playing lego the force awakens and the disney infinity games and like and my son finishing the character oh um, i, was, modes in I Street watched Fighter him 5. doing that just a couple of weeks ago he was, he away. was like it was on easy Still. but he was like pulling off moves and doing supers and it was awesome so that that's been you know for me really cool but um the look yeah. on his face as well when he completed he goes oh, i finished that person i'm yeah. the next one it's like we're going what dad I'm, <laughs> I'm getting you the trophies i'm getting you more trophies i'm like good boy you're so excited <laughs> get me those trophies uh, that's how you get all those achievements yeah, it's Xbox true actually I've, yeah. I've got a lot from him um but look for me the big top three gaming moments um the Titanfall, those story beats in Titanfall were amazing. Why would spoke, you steal that from me? Yeah. That, and, well, do you want to jump in there so I'm, I'm not talking all, all the time? No, no, that's all right. I'm sorry to, to you know, interrupt, but um, I think I got to it first out of the three of us. You did. And Titanfall 2, which I still got to thank Jace for because he got it for me this year so we could all play together. Oh, I was blown away by the single player. I I knew they were putting single player into this one after having no true single player in the last game. And what started out as, you know, just a almost a Call of Duty. Well, more of Titanfall 1. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell that was based off, you know, the beats of Call of Duty, but yeah. You know, with its own flair. All about the movement. But, but yeah, it was a lot of the same at the beginning. But it was really fun still. Ah, oh, suddenly just opened up into an entirely different game as you as you went through. Like, I don't know if Jace has gotten to that level yet, but... With the watch? Through the level with the watch? 
I have not. Oh, then we're not going to spoil it because... I can tell you where I am and I'm still in the same spot I was before because too many games came out. Yeah, that's and right. And life and everything in between got in the way. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, but Fox I'm up to the bit where... <laughs> I'm up to the bit where you go up against maybe three Titans for the first time. Yeah. You've gotten yes. the Scorch ability, maybe. You yes. know what? That, um, for me, was the hardest part of the game. Yeah, that Once was I, hard. Once I played I my di- master... I, d- I died on that. Yeah. yeah, that was the hardest part of the game. From there on, it was still hard. There was still hard parts. The, bosses, the boss I burst wasn't... Was pretty hard. No, but the three, the three, when you had the three yeah. titans mm. against you, oh, that and, was the hardest part. And of the game. when you're fighting um, that crazy woman at the very end, t- towards the very end. Um, oh, wait, oh, I just ran around in circles. Yeah, I, I, I only right. figured it out later, but yeah. I got killed by her half a dozen I'm times. I'm going to assume this is her name's Ash. Is she the person from the multiplayer? She's like half robot woman? Sure. I don't know. I don't remember I anybody's name. No, no, different. A slightly different one. I'm getting the vibe that this game has a bit of like a rogues gallery, a little bit like Metal yes. Gear. Yes. They're just introduced and it's like, yeah. here I am, take me out, yeah. move on to the next one. Pretty much. Yeah. But cool. no, I think for me, like in Titan 4, it was that part with the watch and the end of that part with the watch where... Goodness me, that that where you traversed on this incredible, yes. different part of the game. It was it was amazing. E- even the next level where you're chasing down the bad guys in an aerial battle. Yeah, and that was oh. incredible. And then the yeah. ending of the game, Jason's oh. face. You should see it. Oh, the end, the ending where you were doing that, like it reminded me of Lord of the Rings, like going into the, you know into the wall, like when they all kind of went against the orcs, and it was that big battle. It was really cool. Yeah. And that part earlier on in the game, which I think Jace's would have done, where you were traversing up the side of the city that's being built, and so as you're going up, you were on foot. No, you've just spot a bit that's it's the he's just about to hit it. <laughs> I'm not, well. Even if I say, sorry, it. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, there were so many fun things in that game, um, and like I said, they could. And I think I said this before, sorry, on a podcast, but they could have had a whole game of some of those parts. Yeah, but they just did it for like a stage or two, and then they moved on and they didn't come back to it again. And, kept and it really I fresh. applaud them for it. Yeah, because yeah, it did exactly right. They kept it fresh. When I had my Titan parts. I felt like, okay, I've had that reward of those other things, but this is still fun. On foot, still fun. But anyway, um, and just um, my other kind of big things. Oh, where's my list here? Sorry. Uh, You've got- Yes, uh, Forza Horizon 3. And it was for me the moment where I raced the train and I'm driving along. I jump over the train. And as I jump over the train, I've got another car going underneath me. The train- going as well it was it was just so cool and the music blaring that was really fun um and just like every single moment of uncharted 4 but particularly particularly the last stage was just incredible um and and so actually the last stage and there was a scene where you probably saw it in the trailer i'm not going to spoil it but um there's something to do with the train um it was just incredible uncharted 4 i hear there are some pretty interesting rope physics in that game well, that's 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 part of this one moment, not the very end, yeah. but the, there's one action scene like somewhere in the middle of the game. Um, it was it, it's got a, that 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 stage is to kind of start in a in a monastery or some some sort of church or something, and then you you know you get in a vehicle, you end kind of trying to get on some other vehicles, and oh, that stage was just incredible. I don't think I've played much better than that ever in my life. Anyway, that's it for me. This is why I hate going after you because I've got <laughs> it's a struggle. Um, I I've talked about Titanfall two and yeah, one of my favorite gaming experiences of the year. Um, 
for, for me, another big one, because there's a couple other things I'll talk about there, but they're in some of the other topics a little bit later on. Um, I got Lego Dimensions in the middle of the year. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not really something that a lot of us adults would play, but I I dare a lot of people to take the challenge. If you're a child of the 80s or even the... Well, I'm, I'm, that's a Christmas present for my son, so I can't wait to play it. <laughs> or even the late 90s. There's a lot of pop culture love chucked into this. And for me, it was Portal 2. Yeah, because the Portal Two level is seriously Portal Two Point Five. Awesome. It actually picks up right off where Portal Two ended, but in a, a Lego world. And the gameplay beats, while not as complex as what you'd find in the original Portal game, are still the same feel. And you're still versing Glados or GLA DOS, depending on how you like to pronounce it. Glados, Glados, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just fantastic. Awesome. You know, Wheatley's there, and they're all voiced by the original actors. I mean, Chell's still as silent as ever. Um, <laughs> and just really well done. And when you chuck in a couple, like when Batman's standing there for no good reason and Gandalf, it's hilarious. That's awesome. Ah, so much fun. I dare you to try it, try it out and play it. It's just, I, I'll lend it to you. Please. It's good fun. But, um, yeah, that was a big one for me. How about you, Jace? I think my favorite gaming moments... Whew. Um, so I played Final Fantasy 15 recently because obviously it just came out recently. Um, there are a lot of, all right, first of all, the opening is awesome. So the, at the beginning of that game, I think it assumes you've seen the Kingsglaive movie. Um, and while I have, I don't really remember it, which is funny (laughs) because it was just so, it was, it was quite recent. So you watched King's Day before you started playing Correct. the game. Correct. Yeah. And like I I mean I remember for the most part what it was about. It's not it's not saying that the movie itself isn't memorable, but it's just I'm assuming that it's it, it wants you to have seen that movie. Anyway, the point is um, at the very beginning of that game, and I don't know if this really spoils anything, but uh, you're basically four friends, you're in a car, and you're in this beautiful what would be the equivalent of like a Maserati or a Porsche or something like that. It's called the Regalia. Um, and you, you're driving along and it breaks down and all these really old crappy cars sort of go driving by you and you guys end up needing to push the vehicle at the beginning of the game and then standby me plays, which is really, really obscure. And then it zooms out and, and final fantasy 15 starts. And I think that there was just something weird about that moment because it seemed very out of place in general for games. It seemed very out of place for final fantasy. It sounds it, yeah. Um, that sounds it, like a lovely experience, though. It's weird. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know. Again, it's a little bit like I was talking about Journey before and the timing being right. But I immediately got the warm and fuzzies for that moment. And it wasn't It wasn't, uh, It wasn't. wasn't the moment in the game that made me think back to Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII. Um, it was just at the beginning I realized no matter what happens and the story already seemed like it was going in a very sort of odd direction... Um, sorry, I'm trying not to give anything away, but it, it just, it was just a cool moment yeah. and I knew that I was in for something special and I knew that it had a lot of charm. Wasn't the um, opening, just going what you said though, wasn't at the time the opening for Final Fantasy VIII, that cutscene, just the coolest thing you've ever seen? Yeah. You're talking about the very beginning on with the, the beach? Yeah. Leibos. Yeah, and then yeah, the sword one, yeah. fight and then the yeah, clash absolutely. clash and different yeah. cuts and the sword flying and landing. and Unbelievable. That was amazing. I'm putting my notes to watch that. <laughs> that sure was the YouTube. coolest thing anyway no it's very cool um, anyway uh, the, my uh, Stardew Valley 
the whole thing is a good, a great gaming moment for me. Yeah. It's been a long time since there's been anything Harvest Moon esque, and I'm saying there have been Harvest Moon games, but nothing captured the charm of the original SNES. Harvest Moon 64, which is basically Harvest Moon back to nature on the PlayStation 1. This Concerned Ape, the guy who created it, I'm sorry, I've totally forgotten what your actual name is, but the developer <laughs> Concerned Ape, he's one guy. Yeah. Um, the whole thing is just oozing with It's charm. a long game though, isn't it? Oh, I mean, all Harvest, all, yeah, all farming simulator type games. No, yeah. It's not even, actually, there's a game called Farming Simulator, which, so it's hard Which to my brother plays despite the fact he's a, he's farmer, a farmer, just... What the? There's a really cool thing online about people who play those simulator games. Where there's a guy who's driving. There's a truck simulator game. He's driving a truck, and then he um, goes home. He's like, "Ah, oh, time to relax." And then he sits down at his PC and loads up Truck Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, Star- Stardew Valley is just again. It's one of those games. This year is for me has been um, a bit of a nostalgia yeah. sort of that. That's that's yeah. the feeling I've been getting from a lot of games, and it's brought me back to a time where I had a. You know, really, really cool moments with games. And Harvest Moon, one of my favorite games of all time. Stardew Valley nails it. I was going to play Stardew Valley and I went on the How Long to Beat and I saw it was like over 20 hours or something. And I'm like, I just don't have... I don't... I didn't want to put time to that then. Like, anyway. That's something I want to get to. You can play Stardew Valley um, like sporadically. You know, you don't need to play it all in one hit. Um, You can do a season at a time. good to know for me. A couple of days at a time. It's, It's really, really cool. Cool. Um... The other, the other particularly cool moment for me is a new game that I played recently called Shadow Tactics. I used to really like a game series called Commando. Um, it's somewhat oh, yeah. reminiscent of the early Syndicate and Syndicate Wars games. Yes, love but, Syndicate. But the thing about it is, it's got it, it's not cell shading, but it looks like the game has sort of been drawn in like a, an ink. Yep. Um, and uh, it's an isometric game where you're basically given a team of five ninjas who are all quite different. They're not yeah. all ninjas, but you've got one girl who sort of takes care of traps. You've got one um, big brawling guy who can take care of like larger enemies like Samurai. Oh, this is um, the video you showed us about a week ago. It is the video. Yeah, yeah, you've got yeah, just yeah. your traditional ninja, a kind of sniper, old man sniper, and they all work really, really well together. And story-wise, it's it's quite interesting for like an isometric sort of game. You wouldn't think it would matter too much, but just the interaction between all of these characters. Um, very cool, very charming. But there's this, there's this moment where you break into... Um, it's a, it's a really cool snow level and you break into a castle to seal documents off this inquisitor or something like that. Anyway, there's a moment that was going past where a caravan is going past. It's drawn by an ox. And I'm like, man, I wonder if I can get through the castle gates by jumping in the back of this caravan. And this is a game that doesn't really... It tells you the things you can sort of do. Yeah. But there are these cool moments like when you get in the water, your characters go underwater and they use this sort of little like reed pipe thing to do oh, a yeah. brief. And it doesn't really tell you that this is going to happen. It, you just sort of look at it and go, I feel like this should happen. And it does. And again, the game didn't... Maybe I missed a cue or something. I don't know what it was, but if I missed the cue, it worked out perfectly because I jumped in the back of this caravan and it was it's a simple animation of two people jumping in a caravan and it going through a checkpoint. Mm. But it was the coolest moment. Like, so, I, felt, yeah. I felt like I was like full-on espionage breaking. And I mean, it happens in Metal Gear, you jump in the back of a truck. But in this setting... As like ninjas, yeah, that's really cool. It was an awesome moment. Yeah. And it's only a recent game, but um, I love when games do that though. When they kind of give you a sandbox or whatever to play with, and it's like this is where you got to start. This is where you got to go. There's all these different ways to do it, like the Hitman games do yeah. it as well, you know. And this that, that sounds really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I actually remembered one other gaming moment for me, and I've, I've mentioned this once before. And I can't remember if I mentioned in one of the podcasts we've released, but um. 
when I was able to get Command and Conquer to run again on my Mac, my old DOS version of it, um, through some emulation, and was able, the emulator was was so great, it allowed me to install the game the original way. So I had the Eva digital yeah, assistant yeah, yeah, come yeah. up, and I think I mentioned this. It's it's kind of like you know mucking around with Siri or Cortana. But, you know, 20 years ago, That's awesome. and she's talking to you as she's installing it. And it's like, okay, this is really cool. Yeah. But even just um, playing through in the original graphics, um, yeah, I, it's such a flashback. And it makes you remember that a good game doesn't need to have the world's best graphics. It can just, it has to just be a good game. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Actually, I'm going to throw in one more here. Um, and I'm going to say probably every year for the end of time, but... Just Rayman Legends. I go back to that all the time, and it's an old game, I know, and I, I should have mentioned it before, but those musical stages, I pop them on every now and then with my son, and, jeez, they're the best. But anyway, oh, whatever, whatever that art style is that's coming from Ubisoft. The, the Ubisoft art framework. I think that's yeah. not unbelievable. Yeah. And that, that those, those graphics will stand the test of time. Yeah. Oh, I, I wish yeah, that they did DLC, which is just those musical stages. Like, like... Weekend past, he's like, "Can we listen to some music?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what do you want to listen to?" And he's like, "Black Betty." I'm like, oh, he called it Blackberry because I, yeah. I make a joke saying it's Blackberry Jam. I'm hilarious, yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, and he's and he's loving it. But um, anyway, are you actually playing it from the game, or are you playing the real Blackberry? No, I, I pop on the real Blackberry, and we which one are you playing? Which version? The, the original, or the original Jam one. No, original. Okay. And then you know, from there it was onto some ACDC, Metallica, and this, that, and the other. But that oh, was wow. awesome. Yeah, video games, brilliant. Educating our children. That's it. All right. Favorite multiplayer. What do you guys think? Joe? I'm going to say what you're going to say, I think, here, Jono. And that is, well, my honorable mention, and it's mainly with you, um, Halo 5. Like, you you have kept me going with that game, Jono. Like, it's probably something that I would have got back to touching on the single player here and there, but I probably wouldn't have played much multiplayer of it. But you and I, we've been going on with it. Can I jump in on this one? Yeah, go for it. Right now. Um, you know what brought me back to Halo 5? Because originally the multiplayer didn't do much for me. There was a lot of eSports, yep. which I just wasn't interested in getting into. Although that the part, the way that the characters walk onto the stage oh, at the beginning is really cool. Like it's a, like kind of like bro moment. Hey man, we're, we're a team. Let's go and do this thing. And they catapult into the stage. It's yeah, so it's cool. Brilliant. Yeah, it's a really good start. Um, I agree. It's really well done. But like the people yeah, that you're no. playing against, there's just no hope. I'm, there's no way I'm competing. It's our internet speeds. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Let's say that. Totally. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> but for me, it was when they introduced, and that was only earlier this year, um, Warzone yeah. Firefight. Amazing. I, I was really dubious about the fact that it was going to be multiplayer only. Cause I remember you could play, um, Firefight on your own in Reach and, oh, what was the other Halo game that had it? I'm drawing complete blank. I'm Four, sure. I think maybe. Oh, I had Spartan Ops instead. Yeah. Spartan Ops. Yeah. That's right. Which you could do on your own, but this forced you to play with other people. I didn't think I'd enjoy it. It's been nothing but fantastic. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. And if if you're a Halo fan, or even if you're not, and you like the idea of just jumping in with a group of random people, you don't necessarily have to work with them, but you can be rewarded if you do. Yeah. But you want to battle the stage and win and then get rewarded for it with unlockable vehicles. And you get to call in the type of weapons you want once you earn them. And it's not hard to earn no. And like, we'll be going back to this because they've just released a new update as well with the mythic um, yeah. skulls and all that kind of act you can activate, which is going to be cool. Oh, even Looking the new vehicles are added. I loved it. Sorry, yeah. um, I'll give it back to you, Joe. And just quickly as well, just a bit of honourable mention as well for Star Wars Battlefront. Still enjoyed playing that a little bit earlier on in the year. Um, but I guess um, the big ones for me, multiplayer, my favourite couch co-op 
of the year has been Star Wars Lego The Force Awakens. Um, play that through with my son the whole way through. Really charming game. I spoke about it on a previous podcast. Um, if you like the Lego games, it's more of the same, but you know, really nicely done how they tell the story. And they tell kind of more to the, they, they like look at some side stories as well. I got the season pass with it. They've given you extra stages, lots of old characters as well. Um, it's really fun. Um, but other multiplayer um, for me, I really enjoyed the division for the time I played it. I didn't play it for that long. Jason, you and I, 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 yeah, I think I jumped into a game with you, but my level, my character is a little bit higher. You were like destroying everybody. I like, was, but it made, I think it scaled the enemies. Yes. And for so, me. and when it did, and then it, it made it more challenging for all Wait, of us. Yeah. So, yeah. My first experience with the game, because um, my mates at work got me this game. I've got a lot of free stuff from my mates at work this year. It's been brilliant. But they got me this game because they wanted me all to join in. And they'd been playing for a good week or two beforehand. And when I jumped in, one of the guys jumped in with me. And I was level two or three at this point in time. He was 15, almost 20. I had to hide in the corner yeah. Like, and, and, yeah. and not just even kind of hide in the corner. I had to actively hide in the corner to even make it through the level. Yeah. I couldn't even stick my head out. And it actually put put me off a lot of the multiplayer. I ended up well, playing the rest of the game on my own. Yeah, and I, I, what I enjoyed about it, though, was those times when you did when I did level up with other people and just kind of we got into a rhythm together. Um, you know, it was it was a great game, beautiful game. Um, but I didn't, I don't know. It just the did, scaling it, it was wrong. The way that they should have handled yeah. that scaling was that the person who's the higher level just doesn't get any or not much experience. Even or you chuck can... in more more bad guys that were of the lower level, just they a could... greater quantity. Absolutely, variety. Yeah. Like, you're right. That's probably the best way to go about it, actually. Yeah. 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 And I guess the my other one for my top three, which which has been my favorite multiplayer game of the year, has been Titanfall 2. Um, I think we've spoken a lot about it. Best thing about it is our get over here game mode with the grappling hook and knives. Um, Two I've points for an X nut. Yep. And you then, finally got your next nap. Yeah, yeah, that was that's that is that's a really fun multiplayer game. Um, yeah, brilliant. I think we've spoken a lot about it, but that's it for me, you guys. Um, you, you've covered like most of mine. Yeah, I thought I would have. Yeah, but, um, so my honorable mentions were the division because I I saw a lot of promise in it, and if I'd played, if I'd started with any of you guys at the same time, I think it would have been a really rewarding. Yeah. But just the way our lives are, it made it really hard. So that's why I couldn't give it more than that. Um, Star Wars Battlefront, because I really wanted to love this game. Um, I'm still saddened by so much of the content that I think I would have gotten even more out of being in a lot of the, the season pass than yeah. the DLC. Well, in Australia, to play the game with the DLC, you had to pay double the price. Like the DLC was as much as the game. Um, and that's come down a bit now. I know it's on special at the moment. I want to see what it's yeah. like afterwards. And I, I'm still considering it because it seems like since Rogue One's come out, yeah. there's more people that have come in back into the game, which is really great. And Undeniably a beautiful game. Oh, very beautiful game. And if Incredible. you're a Star Wars fan, it's yeah. um, it's just, it. you feel like you're in the Star Wars universe. So honorable mention there. But Halo 5 for what we talked about before. So this is your top three. This is my top three. Uh, Titanfall 2 for the same reasons yep. you just said. I mean, playing with the two of you always fun you're, you're probably my two favourite people to play just multiplayer with even if it's just us mucking around yeah. I think we always have fun absolutely and um, a little different Overcooked yeah. so Overcooked playing it first with you guys opened my eyes to a game that I had no idea I could have so much fun with and then getting to play again my ongoing theme for this year has been playing with my fiance we played through so many of these levels yeah. and the fact that I got to finish it just the other day both on my own and with her helping um, oh, I love the game 
it's there's something about getting into the rhythm and having the the meals go out in time and yeah, I just love it. Nice. I'm going to do more than three, but I'll focus on three. You can do whatever you so, like. It's our podcast. <laughs> Overcooked, all for the same reasons. We've all played it together, the three of us. Yep. We've all played it together with our respective partners. Yep. Awesome time. Um, probably one of the best multiplayer games in general that I've played. Yeah. And following on that from Indie Classics, I'll give a shout out to Lethal League. Uh, Lethal League is a game where you're essentially um, hitting a ball backwards and forwards um, with a weapon. And it gets faster and faster and faster over time. It's almost like um, a 2D side-scrolling version of air hockey is the with best way po- I can describe with that. Pong, cross, cross with Pong, cross with Pong, cross with everything, cross with the whole lot. <laughs> um, it's a really, really cool game. Uh, TF2, sorry, that's that would be... TF2 would be Team Fortress 2 for people. For me, in is. my heart, it's Titanfall 2. Um, T2. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 1, absolutely amazing game. Um, oh, you love that. I, I love playing the... Um... Because I played the beta, yep. and yet so many things that were done so right in that game, like even from the glint of the sniper rifle, um, the the scope on the sniper rifle, so you knew someone was targeting you from a distance. Ah, oh, it was just clever design. I, I possibly even might even throw Battlefield One back in, into a favorite gaming moment for me, like the weather effects in some of those levels, and when you've got, you know, my friend and I, we we jump on the both two horses and we're riding through the desert with our swords in hand and there's a sandstorm comes in. Yeah, that's cool. Just even cool moments where we're, um, where we work together as snipers. So both, both going into snipers, but you've got this ability to be able to pull out like a scope and spot people. Yep. And I'm, we're both sort of on this ledge together and we're, I'm spotting people for him and then I'm telling him how many meters away and he adjusts his scope based on the amount of meters away. Oh, really? He takes the shot. And then the sandstorm kicks in, or the, the fog kicks in, or whatever level we're doing it on, and it's it's a it's some really cool moments like uh, uh, shells coming from like anti artillery and mm. shells coming from from tanks and things like that, creating craters, and oh, you're yeah. crawling into the craters as like <laughs> tanks go over you. It, it's so immersive. It's a really really cool game. Um, I'll give a shout out to Monster Hunter Generations on the 3DS. You're not the best Monster Hunter game, but you are one that came out this year. Um, Monster Hunter games. Um, Do they come out every year? I'm not. I don't follow them. No, nah, they Hunter don't. Um, but Monster Hunter Generations is a good throwback to a lot of the previous titles, yeah. and I had such a great time with with Monster Hunter Four. Yeah. It's essentially Monster Hunter Four with a few extra things thrown into it. Yep. Um, didn't play it as heavily as Four. But still a very enjoyable game. Great when you get four mates together and you you jump on Skype or whatever you choose to use. And um, yeah, a lot of really really cool moments there. Uh, again, older titles, but there's it's nice throwing on Nidhog. Uh, it's really really yeah, nice. so much awesome. fun. Oh, we loved great. it. It's it's really, Nidhog really two nice. next year, hey? Nidhog two next year. Yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do with that because that's gonna be well, the graphic styles change completely yeah. and new I weapons like and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, this this year, and I mean, sort of for last year as well, um, there's been a lot of moments where you have people on the couch and they're all screaming, yeah, in unison. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it, it, again, nostalgia, the warm and fuzzies, it's throwing me back to times where I used to play with friends yeah. on the yeah. couch. It's it's such a cool thing. Um, Towerfall Ascension, if you haven't played it, play oh, it. Another so much game. fun. Um, and the, the beauty of that is we played that recently. We did a uh, um, kind of a recording of it, I suppose. Yeah. but. Our respective partners are picking it up, and everyone's you, everyone's competing. Yeah, it's only taken people one or two games. Yeah. you know, Gen one one, and like it, it's it's nice. Yeah, and you can get like you can be really good at it, but you can also pick it up for the first time, and you know, 
it, it, there's a lot of skill, but there's a lot of luck in it as well. Absolutely. Well, M was kicking butt. Yeah. Yeah. So that I, was skill, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was, think that me was a lot of luck. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. Can I ask, though, Jace, because you're the only one of us who played it and you didn't mention it, what about Overwatch? Oh, right. Um, Man, Overwatch is good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so many people go on and on about it. I, I, I've heard a lot of places like it's the game of the year and I... And, I love I love the style of it and everything, but man, I'll tell you what. Um, I there are some people out there who just play Blizzard games. Yeah, yeah, and they are their own brand. They yeah. have a very um, even though their art style is different among all the games. There's there's some sort of cohesiveness. It's like it's almost like the games are created all in the same universe. Um, Overwatch is polished. It is essentially the next TF2. This yeah. being Team Fortress Two, um, it is. <laughs> it's good that you can't fault it and I'm not good at those sorts of games but I really enjoy myself it's just fast paced enough to keep your attention all the classes are very different it's as close as you would get to a first person shooter mobile and I'm not big on the MOBAs like League of Legends and stuff like that Um, but that's what it feels like to me cool Um, it's not a bad game I genuinely just forgot about it yeah Um, it it's something that I'll pick up and play every now and then. It's definitely not my game of the year. It's definitely not the best game I've played this year, and a lot of people are saying it is the yeah. best game. Um, but it's yeah, it's good. You can't, you honestly, you just can't fault it. Cool. I don't know how anybody could. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. It's very good. All right, now the tough one. We're doing the big one next. We're doing the big one because. Awesome. Because I struggle with this, and then we'll do the big one, and then we'll we'll move on. So we're going to talk about our favorite game of the year. Are we doing three or just one? Whatever you like. All right, cool. I've got three. I've got three and I've got a couple of honorable yes, mentions like Joe. Um, I, I find with this particular topic, I struggle picking a favorite on anything in life. Um, there's always, I like things for different reasons. So I, I think it was good that we had a couple of choices. But my honorable mention was Star Wars Battlefront because I love, I've loved the previous ones and I really love the look of this one. I just wanted a little bit more. Um, Spelunky. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. I just wish I was better. And a friend of mine at work, Ian, lent me a copy of Quantum Break when it came out. And the reason he lent it to me, he goes, the, the mechanics in it and the storyline, I think you'll get a kick out of. He wanted to borrow it before I trade it in. So I did. And I plowed through that game because I was determined to get it back to him. And it was just fun. Like I, the mechanics worked really well from, you know, freezing time and, um, the way you, you killed the bad guys and, it, and picked up weapons and, and time abilities as you went through. I actually went back and collected pretty much everything that you could collect in the game, watched the alternate sequences because um, there was a different timeline for certain things depending cool. on how you played it out. And and even seeing how the game played out as you went through and realized things that you'd done earlier in the game were now affecting later in the game because time was this bit of a loop. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, a lot of fun. I really recommend playing it. Um, and having a couple of big name actors was a bit of fun too because they were really well um, animated in the game. So then when they went to live action sequences because it would pause in between chapters and play a live action sequence that usually weren't focused around the main characters yeah. but the side characters. Um, it was Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot cool. of fun. Time travel, always good fun. <laughs> um, but the big ones for me this year have to be Overcooked. I From the moment you introduced it to me, Jace. Um, only a couple of months ago till what two days ago when I finished it <laughs> I loved it oh yeah. so much fun 
Um, Titanfall 2, just because the storyline uh, came out of nowhere, yeah. I think, and the gameplay just meshed with it really well. Like, it's not the strongest story ever, but it was a fun story. Yeah. And um, I haven't finished it yet. I'm only just starting to get into it. But XCOM 2 is hitting all the beats from the original with some nice twists. And I remember you talking about it, Jace, when because you've had it for a while now. Um, the one thing I regret about XCOM 2 is that I created you guys in the game and myself How and, and my fiance. And Jason died in one of our very first missions. Oh, jeez. And I thought, okay, peace, I thought, you know what? I can live with it. I'll move on. If people die, I'll keep bringing them back. And I really wish I just brought you back, Jace, because I couldn't let anyone else die. As, <laughs> as they started ranking up, I was going, nah, I can't let you go. I'm pretty sure he killed me. <laughs> no, I, well, I might have sent you out first, but you know. <laughs> Test the waters, so it's fair, yeah. fair enough. No, I mean, that doesn't hurt me at all. I'll, I'll bring you back. It's all right. That's I'm, very, I'm trying to figure out ways. Yeah. That's a very solid, solid list there. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not surprised by your XCOM 2. I think we all knew you'd love that before it even was released. Even if you hadn't played it, it'd probably be on there. Oh, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Actually, on XCOM 2, if I can just do a quick aside. Yeah, go, go. Um, one of the guys at work, who I didn't realize was in into board games in this way, he's playing tonight the XCOM board game with his mates. Oh, nice. And it's a cooperative board game, but the aliens are controlled by an iOS app. Oh, mad. Very cool. Yeah, That's so it actually... It, it, it plays according to how you've played and it brings up different scenarios and keeps changing things. I'd really like to try this out one day. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, um, am I up next? Mm. All right. So, um, I guess so. I guess I am. Um, well, my um, honourable mentions quickly. Um, first is Doom. I That was fun. That was... Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a game there. Like, that is very fast. Um, I, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Throwback to what, you know... Doom was um, just recently they've kind of showed some videos about what Doom was going to look like and um, I'm glad they went with this it's it's very different unlike any other shooter that I've played um, it's got a lot of yeah, style to it so I really enjoyed that and my- it was a real shame that they advertised it with the beta and multiplayer that end up being the weakest part of the game I, I have mean- not even played this the multiplayer yeah. I only played the single apparently player apparently it was made by a different studio Oh really? Apparently, yeah. Because the um, I only play. I've only played the demo of the single player. Sorry, jump in, Joe. No, no, please. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was the pacing and um, the feel was you know current graphics, but the old Doom. What, what feel. I love about it is that you play it unlike any other shooter that I've played. In that you you have to be on the offensive. Yeah. Like if you want to get through this game, you've got to tackle tackle people head on. And like in other shooters, when you when your health is kind of like when your screen's all flashing and you hide in a corner until it rege- regens or whatever. In this, as soon as it starts to go down, I get my big weapon out and I just go head on into them. And it's really, it makes you feel powerful. And, and it's a really great feeling when you've got that little slither of health to build it all the way up because you've just gone in and, you know, grabbed monsters through their hearts and ripped out you know yeah, their you're spines use the and whatever to bring back it's your health, really cool and, and you know and you pull out the chainsaw for the big finishes as well like and that it's just is, it makes you the, feel really powerful is the violence like sort of semi-cartoony or is it quite because you're going up against Dean, I don't know if I'm just right? really desensitized it's yeah. silly for me it's yeah. very silly for me I've, yeah it's it's while it's really sharp graphics and really Vibrant, yeah. It's it doesn't look cartoony, but it does come off as very. It's kind of like Mortal Kombat in yes. that you know it's that's a good. You're comparison. not like watching the Mortal Kombat the X-ray finishes. You're kind of like oh that's you know it doesn't that doesn't look 
nice. They wouldn't want it to happen to me, but it's it's ridiculous, you know. It's quite like like so you're stabbing people, you know, in Mortal Kombat. Yep. That's another game I've played this year, which was great. Yeah, it was. Um but you know, like some of the characters are like, you know, katanas through their chest or whatever. And then they just get back up and keep on fighting. <laughs> like, you know, you're not getting up from that, but it's fun. But um, my other honorable mention, and this is a game that I've only played, I've only touched on, um, and anyone who's listened to our podcast is not going to be surprised that I'm, and I'm probably going to mention a Telltale game every year when we, when we do this, but <laughs> the Batman Telltale series, I've only played um, the first part of it, and it is, it is just, I am right into it. I'm loving what I've played so far. Um, it's more a Bruce Wayne story, or like it's it's a more rounded story of Bruce Wayne and Batman than any other kind of interpretation of the character. And I, I'm a big Batman fan. I read a lot of the comics, seen all the movies, obviously. Yep. I've even read some novelizations and things. Um, but I, I love how they've kind of really looking at you are the character, the whole character. This is Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I, I know that as it goes on, you've got to make a decision about, am I going to go out as Batman or as Bruce Wayne? And I think when I come to that decision, I'm, I'm going to be going the Bruce Wayne route because I'm really enjoying, you know, that side of the story as well. Um, it's a telltale game, you know, but what they do with it as well is they have this party play feature and I haven't done it, but it's really cool where you can have your friends there with their iPhones or whatever um, and they can choose A, B, C or D as their option and that will be the option that gets cho- chosen for you in the dialogue, um, yeah. which is really cool. Something that I'd like to try, maybe even just for an episode I if with you guys. I wonder if they put that in the rest of them. Oh, that'd be, it's a really cool idea. I'm sure they would. Um, All right, let's play it yeah, sometimes. That, that's, that's an honourable mention only because I've not played the whole thing, but um, I don't think it would knock these other three games out for me. <laughs> My top three, no surprise to anyone, uh, Forza Horizon 3, I did not expect to enjoy this game so much. No, I told a funny story on here where I got the demo and I was like, I'm not really sold on this. And then I got in my ridiculous Lamborghini, got onto the beach, DMX starts playing, X going to give it to you. And it was just like, wow, this game is phenomenal. And it is, it's, it's just, I put so much time into that and I've loved every moment of it. Um, the other one that's not a surprise is Uncharted 4. I, I, I just think it's, it's one of the best, experiences i've had just full stop like i said this year um you know besides my family and all the important things in my life just you know our stupid kind of hobbies not stupid but you know what i mean like in 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 my own kind of little world it was just it was so special um it is the game of the year for me um but my other one um is inside now that is that is hands down a phenomenal game I, i recommend it to anyone um it was so tense it was such a tense game um the ending was really surprising and and different but um in the, in the way they told the story without telling a story in a lot of ways it was all atmospheric and kind of what you see on the screen rather than kind of telling you this is what's going on um it was a really great game um but yeah i think yeah like i said uncharted 4 just wow what did you play inside on xbox one it's going on my list right now. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Jace? I won't talk too long about this because we've covered it before, but easily for me, Titanfall 2, overcooked for all the reasons mentioned. Yeah. Um, this is tough because, again, I haven't played a lot of games this year and more often than not, I've put in a game, I've started it, I've played a little bit of it, and then, uh, you know, Life gets in the way and I decide 
everything in between. Everything. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, and I go to work, and, and and there was a time for me where I would play a game up until the absolute latest I could play. Yeah. Get that sleep, however many hours you could get in. Go to work, think about the game all day. Come home, turn it on straight away, rinse and repeat until you dropped. Yeah. Um, and I don't do that anymore because I want eight hours of sleep. Yeah. And because it doesn't hold my attention enough. And a lot of games I'm finding are becoming quite repetitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, more often than not, they're sequels or, you know, a lo- with a lot of the Ubisoft games, as an example, they're pretty much the same sort of game. Yeah. yeah. Um, not They're not bad games, but there's just nothing that's holding my attention. A lot of great indie games have come out this year. Um, and again, you know, Overcooked is a great example of that. Um, I'm playing Shadow Tactics, as I mentioned before. And that just sucked me right in, yeah. um, unexpectedly so. Um, but I'm really, really enjoying my time with that. And interestingly enough, with Shadow Tactics, I know how many levels there are in the game. It's Shadow Tactics is interesting for me because uh, it's a little bit like you start a movie and you're like, this movie is amazing. I never want this to end. Or there's a TV <laughs> series you start yeah. and it's season one and you've just discovered it and then you find out there are seven seasons to the yeah. show and you're like... This is going to be the best year ever. <laughs> you, know, you get through it in a month. But uh, there are very few games like that. I know, from what I understand, there's 22 levels in this game. Each level is very, very long. Yep. And I finish a level and I feel like I've almost maybe finished a couple of episodes or maybe even a season of a show. And I step back and I'm doing it on purpose. And I very rarely have that kind of restraint. I re- I want to play it. I want to play it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, not my favorite game of the year, but I'll do that. But interestingly enough... Um, I've got Watch Dogs 2 sitting there. I've played it for maybe four or five hours. I've got Dishonored 2. I've played two levels. Um, That's Final Fantasy. And I didn't expect it was going to be Final Fantasy. It's not a 10 out of 10 game. It's not a 9 out of 10 game. Barely an 8. Story, I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Um, The mechanics and the camera at times are a little bit clunky. Uh, It's on rails. I didn't like Final Fantasy 10. And it felt very on rails. So despite the fact that they're promoting this as sort oh, no, of an 12, open world was, game. Was it 12 that was on the rail? 10 was on rails in the sense that there wasn't a world map, I guess yeah, is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, um, 12 was on rails, absolutely. That's a good way of looking at it. But I, I'd i always liked my Final Fantasy games, like 7 or 8. You've got a big open world, yeah. the airship moment. There's yeah. always an airship moment. It's awesome. And despite the fact that there is an airship in this, you don't actually get it until after you finish the game and only if you save certain items. It's almost like it's a secret. Uh, which is an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what, what I mean by on rails is at any point you can get out of the car in this game and you can go for a wander and explore the world. And so for that reason, it's vast and exciting and interesting in a way that Witcher 3 was. Um, but you get in the car and you literally hold down the button. And the most exciting moments for me in this game is pulling up at a gas station, getting something to eat, having a chat with the guys who will tell you about what sort of interesting things there are in the local area. Um picking up some items. The economy is very interesting in the game because in all other Final Fantasy games, money was easy to come by. In this, I'm finding it really difficult. Oh, wow. And I had to um, look up on my phone, can I sell the treasure? There's a, there's a section called treasure. I'm like, can I sell it? It's like, don't sell it. You're going to need it for something at some point. Oh, Here wow. are some of the things you can sell. And I look through and I'm like, 20 gil, 60 gil, this is nothing. There are meals in this game. There's a meal that I found earlier that costs like, 300,000 gil or something ridiculous like that maybe not that much but it was a lot and so meals in this game are pretty important because they're buffs so I'm travelling with these guys who have about as much personality as as a boy band would (laughs) and then 
and then we go and we eat meals and they say the same things all the time in combat every single time one of your characters gets special he says the same thing every time and it's on loop it reminds me a lot of a uh, uh, Command and Conquer where you're clicking on an enemy or any RTS where it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. unit reporting unit mm. reporting over and over again or I'll go here or whatever yeah. shake, shake it, it baby <laughs> <laughs> that's going on the intro oh, um, yeah. and uh, yeah and it's just was that Tanya? yeah that was Tanya yeah it was yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah it's like that but man I love it like, can, I, can I just say you spoke about how the food's important can I give you a Awesome I'm glad you did that because I was going to. This is like the coolest thing. One of the well, one of the coolest things we, we, that's happened to us as versus players so far. Um, how you got a shout out on Kotaku? Not even a shout out. A, a article on Kotaku. You want to well, talk about well, Jen that? wrote it. Yeah, Jen. Jen has a food blog called Gin and Jace. Well, I mean, it's our food blog. I yeah. guess on the other half of it. But um, yeah, she she wrote a really cool article on the food of Final Fantasy because it's so hyper realistic. Yeah, yeah. So we were over here. They put and, so much detail into yeah, and it. I, and you were showing us the food, and I'm like, guys, this is you know, you yeah. should do an article on this. Yeah, and, 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 and so and so I messaged her um, what the next day or the day after, and I said, oh, remember that idea? Like, go for it. And she knocked it out in sort of two and a half hours. Did her research, and um, and, and then it got featured on Kotaku. Yeah, and check it out on our website as well. It's really, it's a really, I'm like, it's, very, it's really, it's fun. really fun. Yeah. It's something I, I thought it was great. Um, and that's an interesting thing. Like they've put a lot of effort. I feel like Final Fantasy 15 was made. You can tell me to shut up, but I feel like Final Fantasy 15 was made by about ten different teams, and they've all had these <laughs> what, ideas. Wasn't it made for like ten well, years? Well, I mean, essentially, it's been in production since ten for ten years. It's yeah. probably been actually developed for five, but. I mean, still, that's a long time for yeah. a video game, right? And I just feel like there are these different groups of people who had all these really cool ideas yeah. and they know what Final Fantasy is about, but they just sort of, it's sort of a mishmash of all these things. And even though it works and it all sticks together, it it it's not quite a complete game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for what it is, is, it works really great. I mean, they spend a long time on this long list of recipes and when you're out in the wild, you'll collect um, regents or you'll collect items and one of the characters will go, oh, I've got an idea for a new recipe. And he says this every time. There's no yeah. versatility in this. He says it every time. And so you're like, all right, cool, new recipe. Yeah. And you can't wait to go. And you, you set up camp. So just to, to summarize why this is my favorite game of the year, it's a it's a journey about four guys going on a road trip before the main character gets married, at least initially. So do you want us to recruit like another guy and go on a road trip? <laughs> we could do it. And they go on a road trip in this awesome car. And again, the, this car is is on rails in the sense that you can't, it's not GTA. You can't go off road and yeah. run over chocobos. Like <laughs> that you, would be awesome. Yeah. Leave the chocobos alone. But you, I mean, the chocobos are a completely separate thing. They're your off road vehicles, but you, you, you move around and you go to your next, you go to your next parking spot. And then the guy will be like, man, this looks like a good spot for a photo. And I mean, one of the things you can unlock is selfies. And I don't know, like it, take that as you will, but it's just cool moments like that where you're like, and I'll ask you, do you, do you want to stop? And do you want to stop and take a photo? I'm like, well, yeah, I'll take a photo with my buddies. And you take cool photos. And again, you get, when you get the chocobos, there's just these really charming moments where you can just go up and sort of pat the chocobo and feed it greens and they respond in a big way. And the, the personality isn't in any of the characters. None of the characters have any personality in this game whatsoever. Some do, very cliche. The villain is actually quite cool, but it's the world that has it. Yeah. yeah. And that's Final Fantasy has always been about the story and the characters, but more so ever than in any Final Fantasy game, the world is is the story. And I mean, 
just moving from truck stop to truck stop, which is essentially what it is. And you come into these towns and they're actually quite amazing. Uh, it's, it's awesome. I haven't felt it for years. And again, I'm coming home to, to roll it really in. I'm, I'm coming home and I'm wanting to play it straight awesome. away. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, very, very unexpected. Cool. That's really cool. Awesome. All right. Let's, uh, let's race our way through the back end Cause we covered the really cool stuff now. Yeah. So, um, just as a, a side note, what's the worst game you've played this year? I'll do this really quickly. I'm sorry. I know it's an easy one, but it is No Man's Sky. I played it for oh. I played it for 30 minutes. Um, I didn't care about the hype. I didn't care about the lineage. I didn't care about the things that they needed to do. Yep. And you, you get it. Like I wasn't one of those people. I saw it really, really early on before Sony did their thing. Yep. Um, it just wasn't a good game, and it wasn't a good game for a mechanical reason. I loaded it up. I played it on Xbox and on PC. And I loaded it up, and both times it was really, really clunky and felt very unfinished. Excellent. And I uh, sorry, I apologize. I played it on PS4, PS4. and on sorry, not on Xbox. Yeah. I played it on PS4, and I played it on. Maybe um, that's why it wasn't good. <laughs> no, <laughs> the I put the disc in the wrong in the wrong going, slot. I, I played it on PS4, and I, and I played it on um, on PC, and yeah, just I, I had the same experience in both. The movement had this weird sort of floatiness to it. Uh, I just I didn't. I didn't have this big sense of wonder that I... Can I say that that that, that I, I've not played it, it doesn't look like I want to play it because of what I saw, but I just love the comparison videos that you see of the animals, the creatures of uh, that they showed in the trailers before the game came out, and then the, the, the actual animals, oh, really? the creatures in the game. It is hilarious. I, I just... Oh, man, it's it's so ridiculous. I, I, I called it quite early on with a mate of mine who was saying, man, it just looks like... Every planet is a reskin of the last. You've got yeah. a blue planet. You've got a green planet. But there's no like desert planet I hear or something. So uh, apparently there was a trailer of a big sandworm. I mean, I didn't play it long enough to see it. I've literally given this game all up 30 minutes of my time on two platforms. Yeah. Yeah. I played it once at a mate's place and I played it once here. And um, I'm disappointed because the concept sounds really cool. And I was never into the hype, but the idea of just exploring a galaxy and collecting stuff and... It just sounded like it could be a bit of fun, but I keep hearing disappointment after disappointment. I'd yeah. like to try it just out of curiosity, but apparently I'm there's sad. an update that changes things. I, yeah, I'm, I've heard that. They too. lost. I mean, they didn't lose my trust. I just can't be bothered to go back. Yeah, and so. that's just the nature of the way it is for me. Jono, yeah. um, oh. worst game you played this year? Yeah, I know. I'm at the moment. It would be Super Dungeon Brothers. I'm, I'm right there with you. Sorry, guys, but um. I wanted to like it from the start because it sounded like an interesting concept. I saw concept. the front cover and I thought this looks awesome. Oh, it's a yeah, and then I it's a rock. It it's like, a rock. Awesome. Third no, person it's really Diablo esque sort yeah. of, um, you know, game. It was um, just dull, but it was just so bad, it, terrible. Not even like the mechanics were fine, and yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think the mechanics were that fine. I, I, I felt like there was the, the hit detection or the when you hit the the enemies, it didn't seem to move. It was. It was boring. It yeah, was, I think yeah. boring was the biggest thing. Yeah. It was its biggest, um, its biggest failing was that it was just dull. But and, and what a cool premise, though. But yeah, I, I agree with you there. Do you have anything else? Oh yeah, you, uh, I, your controversial. One. I I do. Yeah, I got as part of the PlayStation Plus. I got everybody's gone to the Rapture, which I heard such great things about. It's one of those walking simulator type games, like Firewatch um, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, it it starts off. And there is this, and it's just beautiful. Like I actually thought it was the um, the title screen, and I'm just standing there, and like I, I wasn't moving my controller, 
And then nothing happened. No text came up. So I moved my controller. I'm looking at the sky or at some forest, sorry. And I move it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. I get my wife. I'm like, come and have a look at this. Look how beautiful this game is. Oh, PlayStation, the power of it. You know, and it's like the graphics, the graphics. And um, I start walking around and I'm like, okay, can I go faster? And so I look at the, like, and I'm pressing all the buttons and I couldn't go faster. I look at the control scheme, hold down this button and you start walking faster eventually. But you don't go much faster. And it is so slow. It is beautiful. And like, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're, un, you're unearthing what the story is. You're seeing these little glowy things and it looks great. And the town that you're in is what the detail they've gone to is incredible but it was just so slow and I just couldn't do it for the life of me and I think you know me of a different era I would have liked it but nowadays it's just like nah give me something to play and it just I I found that really it was just the slowest game I've ever played and this is you know one of my honourable mentions for game of the year was Doom I couldn't play anything more different to that then everybody's gone to the rapture. It was a big disappointment for me. I've got to say, your description disappoints me because when I think of people going to the rapture, I think of the episode of The Simpsons where you know <laughs> they're getting left behind and Earth's going to hell. And unless it was that, okay, okay. not excited. Yeah. Um, okay, here's one that I really struggled with. And if you look at the uh, our notes, sorry, listeners, because you can't, we're not going to show you. But my, my section's so much larger than the rest of yours. It's the backlog I want to get to the most. Do you oh, guys yes. want to kick it off before I drone on for a I'll half get hour? rid of this super fast. Want to play Uncharted 4, but it's not really part of my backlog, although I count it as going to be part of my backlog. I know I have to play it. Yeah. Um, and I again, this is the this game is putting me on the edge of potentially getting a PS4. Um, but you've gone away for the holidays, right? You can borrow mine, actually. Yeah, I am. Are you, are you, no, you, you genuinely going to let me borrow it? Yeah, Do you reckon serious. I can knock it out by the time you get back? I reckon you, you could. You would, you would, you would, like you, you would start playing and, and you just won't stop. It's, it's now in my backlog. And then I'll there borrow it next holidays. No, no, really, you can. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah for sure. Man, awesome. Anyway, um, Witcher 3. I bought the Collector's Edition Witcher 3. I bought the Collector's Edition of Witcher 1. I bought the Collector's Edition of Witcher 2. I've never finished any Witcher game. Witcher, <laughs> Witcher is every everything I want out of a video game. I mean, the character may be somewhat cliche, but you've got monster hunting in there. You've got dark fantasy. You've got a rich world. You've got developers that have a lot of passion yeah. and love they for the games. Awesome. You've also got a game that is actually not easy to play. And I don't mean not easy as in challenging. I mean, the control scheme is just weird. Yeah. It's very... At times, it feels very stiff and somewhat clunky um i don't enjoy the combat and it's it's honestly the reverse of final fantasy 15 where the story and everything else that's going on doesn't seem all that interesting but i really enjoy the combat as simple as it is yeah um in the witcher it has this unique um ability to make you want to play on a harder difficulty the game is hard enough as is but it makes you want to play on a harder difficulty so you can sort of purposefully slow things down for yourself put down traps hope that enemies will move in the direction that you want them to move into and hope that you time your attacks right. Mm. Um, it doesn't have great hitboxes like uh, Dark Souls 3 where if somebody slashed at you in Dark Souls 3 and it went under your arm, it wouldn't count as a hit. You know, It, it, oh, okay. it, just, it actually just is very precise. Yeah, um, it, It's nothing like that. But I mean, it has a, I mean, it has a card game in it 
called Gwent, which, which is I'm coming out it. this year. Oh, I've next been year, playing sorry. it. I've got the beta for it on PC. I've got the beta yeah. for it on Xbox. I play Gwent by itself. Yeah. I treated Witcher Three as just Gwent Simulator, and I'm going around <laughs> jumping cards while the world's falling apart. Um, I want to finish it. I want to go back. I have all the expansions, and I play it, and then I stop for a bit. And in the moment I stop for a bit, I can't go back to it. It's been in my backlog. I don't know what it's been out two years maybe. Um, the expansions alone are essentially full games. Um, I don't know what's going on. And I try to do it. I, I keep restarting it. And I did the same with Witcher 2. Yeah. It's such a weird game for me. And mm. for, for Witcher 3, for a lot of people, is like the best game I've ever played. It's yeah. game of the year. It's everything that everybody should try and you know compete with. Yeah. Um, I know not everybody agrees with that, but it's... I think about it a lot. It's weird. Yeah, it's such a weird game. I, I can see the, the the weight on your shoulders. Yeah, no, it is genu- I mean, yeah. it might have something to do with the Poor fact James. that I've walked past. It, there is, it's. I've never felt this kind of like. I feel guilty. You just need to get it out. You just need to do it. You just need to like spend I a do, week. I do though. I load it up, and then there's so much to going on. There's so much to do in it, and then I feel like I've missed something. But there's too much in that game. Like honestly, like I played. But I'm not a big collectible guy. Like, no, I don't need to I go around and it. collect everything. But then I, I don't know, do that a lot. Just a little bit. But I feel I feel like in this I'm missing out yeah. on what is essentially core experience, and there's just such cool moments in it where you walk into a forest, you feel like you're in a forest, and there's a big troll. But there is so, that, you're right. There is so much content. There's been in nothing that game. bigger. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll just keep talking about it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's that's me on uh, on the backlog. Well, I'll ask you next episode where you're at, <laughs> um, Joe. Yeah. Um, look for me. Um, the Witness is one that I really want to play. Awesome I, I, I look, you've played it, Jace? Love it. Jennifer yeah. and I played it together. It's so good. Yeah, I really... I, I don't know why I didn't get it when it came I'll out. I'll tell you why it's cool, though. You you want to have a pen and pad yeah, with you next to you, and very few games have that. Oh, like, really? I would love to go back... Well, and, for the puzzles? Yeah, I'd yeah. love to go back and play like an RPG where you would draw maps to life. Like yeah. Zelda, the old days of Zelda. Play The Legend of Grimrock. I did that with Legend of Grimrock. I had pen and paper next to me to work out some of the puzzles. It was Have really you played cool. two? And part two as well. Is, yeah. Are they both very similar? I would start with one and then play part two. They're both great yeah, games. Done. I've, got, I've actually got both. So. They're great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, The Witness for me, um, Deus Ex, that, that I love the other ones. And um, yeah, I just it just came out at a time of the year when I was playing other things. Okay. Um, it was a busy time of the year, but that's something I want to play. And I've just ordered Final Fantasy um, after hearing and seeing it here and hearing Jace talk about it so much. Um, I've got a, I've got a bit of a break from work now. That's going to be my big holiday game. I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch King's Guy first so I can get my head yeah. around it all. And then tell me what's going on, please. Yeah, yeah. but um, no, that's it. Final Fantasy, that's that's my yeah, next one. But I don't know why I didn't buy The Witness. Like It looks exactly like the type of game that I would love. You you and Ali would enjoy playing. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. I want to play it with her as well. But um, that's it for me. And Jono? My backlog is my entire collection. So I, <laughs> I, I keep all my old games and I really enjoy going back and playing some at different times. So there's a few I've started this year. Like I've gotten last level Command and Conquer, uh, Dark Forces I've gone back to play. Um, when, every time I look at all the games downloaded on my old 360 from Games with Gold, it's just like, wow, haven't tried that, haven't tried that, haven't tried that, haven't tried that. So I'd like to attempt a couple of them, maybe even finish one or two of them. Um, Big ones for me at the moment, Grim Fandango. I've always loved LucasArts point-and-click adventures and uh, have the remastered edition now from that Humble Bundle along with Day of the Tentacle remastered. Yeah. I really want to go in and play them because um, I remember finishing Day of the Tentacle years and years ago and so I wouldn't remember it very well. 
So I'm really looking forward to trying that out. And then the other big one for me that I really want to play when I've got some money to buy the season pass now that I'm finally cracked and said that I wouldn't, but I will, <laughs> is um, after watching Rogue One, I want to play through the, that last battle in Rogue One in Battlefront because it was just, oh, love it. Yeah, cool. It looks fun. I, I Actually, I don't know if you've watched the videos for it, but the thing I liked the most was you started in space combat and then made it through the blockade without giving away anything for people who haven't seen the movie. And then it, it was a big ground battle, and that's awesome. it plays out like the last half hour of the movie. And that's what that's what Battlefront should be. Like yeah, it should it be that land air vehicle kind it of combat. Be Star Wars. <laughs> it should be Star Wars. That's awesome. So I'm really looking forward to that, and that's definitely on my backlog. Cool. Oh, and I'm going to add one more. Um, I've just recently got Super Mario Run for iOS, and I really want to buy the complete game. Now, it's great. Some, it's really it, fun. It is. It's a lot of fun for, for what was touted as an endless runner. It's, it, it is wholeheartedly a traditional Mario it's game, Mario game, but you're doing it with one control scheme, which is you tapping yeah. on the screen, jumping when he, he needs to jump and can controlling his jump a little bit, but it plays so well. And I, I saw an interview with, um, with my motto about, um, someone asked him how hard was it developing for touchscreen? And he basically looks at them and went, we've been doing it for years. Like, yeah. hello, the DS. <laughs> so, but I think what I love about it, it is it's so Nintendo, like Nintendo oh, make a game that works with the hardware. Like there isn't really, absolutely. like I th- really actually, I think, it. I think yeah. the, well, the only example I can really think that doesn't is that Super Mario 3D land on the Wii U. Like that didn't really utilize the Wii U as much as, you know other Mario games have, but this it, it is perfect for that oh, for fantastic. that for the phone. It is yeah, and like the little pause things and all that to kind of give you a different feel, like a different thing to do, and kind of and the replayability the and collecting all the coins, yeah, and challenging other people and your mates and all that sort of thing. I think it's yeah, it's a great game. So even with just the three levels that I've got on the free version, like the play the replay the replayability that I've gotten out of just trying yeah. to collect the coins and get a bit more out of the level has been a lot of fun. So the big thing for me will be paying the fifteen ninety nine Australian yeah. to unlock it in its entirety. Um, and for those people out there that are thinking, oh, that's heaps for an iOS game, and you know what it is, it is cheap for a Mario game. But it's cheap for a game that you're going to play a lot, and and I don't have a problem with you know this pricing for phone games if they are going to be of this quality. Like the 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 Go games are are, are worth every cent. You know yeah. the the Hitman, not the not the Pokemon. <laughs> for, for people that would be if, if they've charged that, but um, the Hitman, um, Lara Croft, and Deus Ex, so they're amazing. They're, they're brilliant, and they've even been, even been ported to consoles. You know that's how good they are. And, and that's the thing. I think um, where mobile phone games are really going to come into their own is where people are designing it to suit the hardware. Yeah. And there's been too many attempts to try and you know put in a virtual control scheme that yeah, mirrors no. a controller, and that doesn't work. I, got, I recently got a controller for my iPad Pro, which thank you everyone at work, and man, you get a lot of free stuff from people. Ah, oh, I'd love my work people. They are they are what make this job. But um, the controller that I've got for it now, I'm playing Halo Spartan Strike on my iPad now. With the on-screen controls, it was tough, but um, with a controller that's very similar to an Xbox 360 controller, so much fun. Cool. And I, I think there are times where yeah, you need the extra hardware. Awesome. Um, okay. And, and part of your backlog as well is Uncharted 4. 
Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> everyone's backlog. About yes, it. it's it's definitely on my backlog. It's something anyone, I want to. Anyone listening, that's on yours if you've not played it as well. Okay, everyone, will add it to your list. <laughs> uh, okay, some some even quicker ones. Movies. Anything in particular that you've enjoyed this year? Uh, Deadpool was good. Yep. Um, I. I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds. I like what they were going with. He got I nominated think- for a Golden Globe for this movie. That oh, is the he? best thing I've heard all year. That is so cool. Is that true? Yes. That's for, really for cool. Best performance in a comedy or musical. You can tell he loved it. Categories. And it got nominated for best comedy or movie. as Comedy or musical movie. That is the coolest thing. So they put <gasps> comedy or musical under the same category? Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. You know what would be cool? If it was a musical. Apparently. Well, kind of is. But apparently like a... <laughs> apparently like a um, Comedy movies have have never really won. I don't think a comedy movies well, ever won the Golden. The Golden Globes are different. Like they they do reckon they do oh, they recognize do. different movies at the Oscars. I doubt there's going to be any nominations in those categories for this okay. movie at the Oscars. But I think that's really cool when you see that sort of no, thing. Not, not that it matters really to me and us as fans of the of movies. But anyway, sorry. So guys. I think we've all got Deadpool in our yeah Deadpool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie. Um, and I enjoyed. I don't go to the movies a lot anymore. Um, but that experience was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, I did Captain America: Civil War was good. I've actually completely forgotten the film, and I just watched it again with Jen yesterday. This is um, my list so far too. I totally, yeah, movies. Yeah, <laughs> I totally, I totally forgot about that. Um, I really enjoyed that. It was I mean, great. I love. I, I couldn't. I, I just something something happened, and where all the Marvel movies just combined. I mean, that's, that's what the Avengers is, but like Marvel movies combined in my head, and like it had some elements of some of the Captain Americas I'd seen, some of the Iron Man, some of the Avengers. Yep. It was actually a nice surprise to watch it twice. It's not a forgettable film. I just I'm I'm hit so hard with Marvel films every year. It's hard for me to be able to tell which one is which. As a Marvel it, fanboy, I love it. Yeah, can yeah. I just say though, the Captain America, the last two Captain America movies are my favorite Marvel movies. They're like very of all of them, and Civil War. Like I love. That's my besides. Batman comics. That's my favorite comic series I've ever read. Is all the Civil War, the first series of it. That's very um, good. I was looking forward to that. But, anyway. uh, but for me, uh, there was a movie, um, a Korean film. It's a zombie film. I don't really like zombie films. Um, Koreans are cool. Um, but uh, there was a movie called um, Train to Busan. I've not heard of this. No. Yeah. So Train to Busan is um, a zombie film set in Korea. On a, um, zombies on a train. Yes. Snakes on a plane. Yep. That's what I'm yeah. <laughs> to, to a degree, um, I would say that the closest thing that it would come in contact with is 28 Days Later, mixed with World War Z. Mixed with in, Snowpiercer. Uh, yep. Mixed with Snowpiercer. Great movie. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is a great film. Um, no, and basically, basically, what it's about is people are getting infected, but it's done very quickly. You see initially in the opening parts of the film, just out of sort of the, the corner of characters' eyes. People get crash tackled by zombies. They're fast. Yeah. Um. And uh, I I can't. I don't want to spoil the film for you. Um. It it's a very very good film. Is it okay. really scary or is it more? Uh, there are fun? there are jumpy bits in it. It has a good cast. Benedict Wong is in it. Um, oh wow. Okay. And it, it's just a good film. What makes it for you? Uh, it just surprised me. Okay. I, I, I mean, I know what I, I know what to expect from a zombie film. Um, I sat down with Jennifer. I wasn't. It wasn't like I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I kind of felt like I knew what was coming, and then it didn't. There were some bits that I thought were predictable, didn't happen. Uh, it's it's fresh enough for the genre to be really engaging, but it just it had a lot of heart. Cool. 
It's awesome. weird. It's weird to say that about a zombie film. I don't know. I loved it. And I've, I've recommended it to people. Was it ripping hearts out? Yeah. yeah. I recommended it to a lot of people and, and they're just like, yep, it's it's awesome. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, nice check it out. Cool. Jay? All right. Well, besides those two that Jason's mentioned, um, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Kubo and the Two Strings. That was a fantastic movie. The, I, I actually was told before I watched it that it's all stop um, motion animation. But even watching it, I'm like, no, it's not. Like a lot of that isn't. And then in the credits, they it show is, you yeah. certain parts and it is. And it's, I watched the making of I haven't it seen it, but I watched phenomenal. the making of it. It's and it's a really good movie, very touching, um, a really great story. Um, enjoyed that. Now, this movie for me, the next one, was one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen, but one of the best movie experiences I've ever had. It was that fun was, watching it with you. Oh, Independence, Day, Independence Day Resurgence. That was a big, terrible Big expensive movie, but it was hilarious. I have not laughed so hard in a movie. Um, I, I just, I just lost it in so many parts. The part where the big spaceship, I think I even might have mentioned this on a podcast before, sorry, but it's worth another mention. That spaceship destroys London. I'm spoiling the movie here, but. I'm doing you a favor, but it, it comes in and destroys London and Tokyo. That's right. And then it dumps it on, a, on on each other, and then just comes to a screeching halt at the White House and knocks just just taps the American flag to bend it over. It's like, no, you didn't, <laughs> not the American flag. And it was just like, oh, this movie. It was hilarious, and the shaving of the beard and all that. Oh man, that was that was the worst movie. But I had so much movie. fun with that. The action- Plan Nine from Outer Space. Apparently the worst movie in the past. Well, now this one seems to oh, be taking place. It was so bad. I was really disappointed um, with X Men, but I've been disappointed with the last few X Men movies. I won't say more than that. Logan but looks good though. Logan, Logan does look good. Yeah, and apparently that, he took a pay cut to make it R rated. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, R rated in the states for us it's M fifteen. I think it's a jump. R rating in the states often equates to our MA fifteen in Australia. All right. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, cool. But no, that, that's a great comic series as well, so I'm looking forward to that. But for me, I only saw it the other day, but Star Wars Rogue One or Rogue One, a Star Wars story, wow, that was just incredible. I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I, I, Again, like I've said, I don't watch trailers of movies because I don't like them to be spoiled. Um, I, know, I know I'm going to go and watch a big science fiction movie. I'm definitely going to go and watch a Star Wars movie. We were there midnight, and that was just incredible. I'm... Yeah, I can't wait to go and watch it again and again and again. Um, yeah, it was it was a it, and it somehow has made the other Star Wars movies or the movies around it particularly even better. Um, and I I just didn't expect it, but great characters, incredible effects, fits in with New Hope in terms of the effects as well, what they've done. Um, but yeah, wow, that was it for me. I also really loved because I I really enjoyed um, Rogue One as well. Yeah. It's definitely one of my favorites this year. And I enjoyed how well done the fan service was done in the movie. So for those people that watch the, uh, the cartoon Star Wars Rebels, which I haven't caught up on yet, but I'd love to, there is meant to be a whole heap of um, characters and vehicles yeah. from those um, episodes of the cartoon just hidden in the background or just off frame yeah, or, and or called out um, over loudspeakers in like a crowded buildings. So it's it's really smartly done where it acknowledges that it's part of a bigger world but doesn't feel the need to jam it in your face. So yeah. people that aren't huge fans, it's not distracting them and, and making them 
wonder what this was. But for those people that are, they're just seeing it and you know losing their collective minds. I, I think it's smart. I remember watching the special edition of Star Wars: A New Hope and that scene where they that that deleted scene they put in with Jabba the Hutt talking to Han and. Boba Fett's there. And then it ends with Boba Fett essentially looking at the camera and winking underneath his mask at you, you know, <laughs> and watching that going, that is the coolest thing ever. It's Boba Fett, more Boba Fett. And you watch it now and it's like, that is just too much. It's too yeah. heavy handed. And it was not like that in this at all. Yeah, they really, it was subtle and, you know, different characters here and there, whatever, like you said, mentioned and seen. And it was really well done. Yeah. I think they, they did a wonderful job with that. Um, I also love Civil War, but. Um, big reason for Civil War for me. I mean, I've been a Marvel fan since I was a kid, um, but I really loved it. It had a lot of heart and for a storyline that in the comics made a lot of sense because there was a, you know, 30, 40 years of built up history and a lot of characters died for their beliefs. The movie universe didn't have that same sort of history behind it. Yep. So to be able to create a storyline that still took the major beats of that that comic. And that brilliant line at the end, we're not going to say it, but that brilliant line at the end for the reason why they fought with each other. Where yeah. It was just, it was, that was, was such a great moment. Exactly. I, I, I think the movie was really well done. It, it, um, it, it showed that the heroes could be a little bit more outside of, of what they were. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, before I get my last one, I had some honorable mentions. I love Deadpool as well. Huge one. And I'm Doctor Strange. So, yeah, yeah we Marvel, I'm all over it. I, I was disappointed by X-Men as well. Except for Michael Fassbender. He was cool. He was good, yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah mate. Yeah, hey. Um, but I saw recently uh, with M, The Arrival. Or Arrival. I really, really want to see it. You know what? For a sci-fi movie that you think is, uh, you know, aliens visiting Earth, um, actually, M said it the best because she's just finished... Uh, a university degree doing Latin and, and Roman history. And she, she also studied a little bit of linguistics and to have the heroine, of, the main heroine of the movie be a linguistics professor and be the one that saves the, the, the planet, or at least, you know, pulls off the major, major win at the end um, was huge. Like the nerd is the one that, that yeah. saves them all. And it wasn't someone that was buff and it wasn't someone because they were quick or fast, but it was someone that just, you know, took the time to really see what was going on. Um, yeah, That's recommend cool. the movie. It, it, really different, but um, really cool. I'll awesome. definitely check it out, yeah. Awesome. All right, um, anything from TV? Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah, I'll say Stranger Things. Oh, I have to watch it. Everyone keeps telling me that. You haven't seen it? No, yeah. no, no Netflix. I'll get to it eventually. No, you can go. We'll okay. finish this up. You this go, is, go watch it. You've got to watch Stranger Things. Yeah, I've, I've been told by many, it's many, wonderful. many people. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I'll really mention now. I think that's that's, uh, that's I, a big I, one. you've got it written there though, Joe. Ash vs. Evil Dead, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um Ash vs. Evil Dead. Dead Evil's on there from Jono. Yep. Yeah, that that's was great. Good. Season one was my favourite, but yep. season two was a bit slow for me. Rick and Morty I watched this year. Oh, that's on here me as too. Well. I've only seen like three episodes, but I love it. Keep watching. Oh it's, it's unbelievable. hilarious. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um I finally saw the end of How I Met Your Mother this year. What do you think? Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I kind of saw some of it coming. Um, yeah. I think it's long enough for spoilers to be done by now. So it was cool that the beat was in the end that he wanted to get back together with um with Robin. With Robin you know, after his, his. I think people were upset because the last season was clearly rushed, and you met the mother, and it's very very hard to introduce a character so late in yeah. the show, and then people liked her. 
Yeah. yeah. Like she was really, people really liked her and then they were just, and so it tugs on the heartstrings when she passes away, but the yeah. way that they did it was just in such an off the cuff and, you know, and even when she got sick and she moved on. It yeah. really was. And, then, the, and then it's just like, well, dad, we know you're telling me this story because you want to get with Robin. And he's yeah. Like, yeah, I do. And then it ends. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you know, one more season would have been fine. They shouldn't have spent an entire season on a wedding, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's still a really good show and it's not as good as Friends, but it's um, it's in the same vein. Yeah. I think you've seen end- Friends? Yeah. You watch all Friends? Yeah, I watch yeah. all Friends. Parks and Rec was it for me. That, that's that's, that's the comedy. Of, that's Friends pretty- for me is probably the greatest TV show ever made. Yeah. It's, yeah. I've seen it through it three times. Wow. That, I just said something really terrible. Scrubs, you are the best TV show ever made. <laughs> Scrubs, Scrubs, you are the yes. best TV show ever made. But friends, Sorry, Scrubs, but, yeah. if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last, somebody else that enjoys Scrubs as much as I used to. Well, Scrubs, Scrubs. I didn't all, see the all, later seasons. Though. Yeah, all eight seasons of Scrubs. Yeah, um, I think I stopped uh, at about five or ni- six. Yeah, no, the ninth season is a completely separate For thing, me, it's but- lost, but anyway. Oh, oh yeah, you are a big Lost fan, aren't you? Yeah, I, really? I, I lost it. Um, <laughs> Battlestar was great too. Battlestar, yeah, okay. And then we're going off topic. There's a lot. Uh, so we're just going to move along to... Um, actually, Joe wanted to talk about any major purchases you made this year that were outside of video gaming. Uh, it's on there. You say it. The Beast. The Beast is awesome. The I don't beast. reckon we should say what it is. We'll just say The Beast. The Beast. Okay, The Beast. You, you just got to get yourself a Beast. Get yourself a Beast today. Um <laughs> Yeah, my media server does all sorts of fancy stuff. I bought this awesome R two D two Egg Attack. It's the cutest little thing. It's like a, it's a, it's R two D two is already squat, but it's even more squat. Yep. And he lights up, and he's beautiful. I bought some cool collector's editions. I bought that Gears of War yep. big bike thing, which yeah, is that's awesome. Cool. That lights, lights up, up too. Yeah. That's the theme this year. It all lights up. I've got a, I got a Surface Pro. That's pretty cool. Oh, I can That's top cool, that. Like, what do you got? So my that birthday present I mentioned earlier, the iPad Pro. Oh, I've been dreaming about this thing. It's fantastic. And um, the other one was another birthday present for me. Um, M gave me for my birthday the X Wing Miniatures game, which we had a, yeah, a brief fun. goal. That's really fun. So she has beaten me for the first two games. You were in yep. the in the second game. She beat both of us. Yeah, uh, her with the X Wing. She got nicknamed by her brother um, Blue Leader. But um, I finally shot down Blue Leader. Nice. Yeah. She went down <laughs> in flames as she was playing as Luke Skywalker, which was even more fitting. It was great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, one more thing I'd like to mention is all my new Transformers this year. Nice. I'm a big Transformers fan, but this year's range for the adults, because let's be honest, they have two ranges, one for the kids and one for those of us that still collected when we we're older, um, has been a real throwback to the 80s. And so some really cool ones in there. If you want to know more, drop a line. Um, <laughs> but and what are you anticipating the most out of uh, games potentially being released next year? What are you after? What's floating your boat? Chase, you got anything you want to add or should I get jump in? Jump in, Joe. Well, for me, it's just, it's all really Sony. Like they've got, well, there's Prey, which I, I don't even know if it's coming out next year. I can't remember to be truthful. I'm not sure. um, but God of War is my big one. Like that, that I, gameplay. I think that will, that will break me for the PlayStation. It just looks, yeah, that was, look good. like that was, that got you right in the, in the feels. God there. of War 1, 2, and 3 were awesome. But this, this looks, yeah, but so different as well. Oh, and, I get it. And it's just yeah, no. Wow, the the I think the, that'll break. the emotion there between the characters. I don't know. It looks the, the change I like is that he's gone from these mini games where he's having his fun times with his lady <laughs> friends to he's obviously had fun times with his lady friends and now has a child. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm that, sure there'll still be fun times with Lady. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. But that 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 was just incredible. Um, Uncharted, the last Legacy or Lost Legacy, sorry. Um, more Uncharted. More Uncharted, yeah. please, 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 right now. Um, I don't think Spider Man's next year, but that's on the horizon. And what, I'm hoping the game. Yeah, Spider Man. It might be. It'd be interesting to see if, it, if they try and launch it around the same time as the movie. Yeah. And that movie looks really cool too. Looking forward to that. Mm. I'm looking forward to episode more more Star Wars. But anyway, um, I'm hoping that VR we get a new kind of Oculus version next year to become a bit more um, affordable. And I think we all agree my our most anticipated thing for next year is just more of this, more versus player. That's can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. I'm, but I'm yeah. also waiting on Halo Wars too. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. That's soon too. Yeah, February. Although, um, from tomorrow, codes start going out for those that are pre-ordered to start playing Halo Wars Definitive Edition. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Mine isn't so much a game, but the Switch. I'm very yes. keen to see. I I swore that I would not buy another Nintendo handheld device, and I won't explain well, why. Well, it's not, though. Just, just but trick, it is, yourself, though. trick yourself and say, no, it's not. It's a home console yeah. that you can use as a handheld. The amount of times I've bought and sold a 3DS is unbelievable. I buy them and then I play them. I'm like, I'm never going to play this again. And then a game comes out. Do you still have yours? I do. No, good. Thank yeah. you. I got, sell it? I got two of them. Yeah, man. I'm actually trying to sell it right now. I don't want to buy it. What? You're trying to sell it? Listening? Why are you trying to sell it? Because I don't play anything on it. Oh, and because man. Nintendo stole all my games. If I had some money, I'd buy it, I'd buy it off you. Oh, oh, yeah. They took all my games, man. Really? They, like the games are tied to yeah, I, the it games is. are tied to the console. Yeah, that's yeah. not right. I complain about this so much. I'm just going to leave it alone. But okay. just like seriously, no, get it's in, worth a complaint every time. Nintendo get, get on it. Get an account system that yes. works. If the Switch has it, uh, you got yourself a sale. I think. I don't know. The Switch will be interesting though. It's it's the next big console release. Yeah, I think. I'm curious. Scorpio is that next year? Oh, who knows? Yeah, whatever. Um, cool. Let's say yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, in that vein, I think we've covered most topics. I do want to do a, a quick um, shout out to one of our listeners who wrote into our Facebook page. And um, I, assuming I know how to use Facebook and can actually remember how to get back to where the bit was. There we go. Oops, and I'm getting messages. Sorry, guys. All right. So here it is. So this is this is if people want to contact us they can do it through our email address podcast at versusplay.com or jump on our Facebook and drop us a line there too. So Al dropped a um, a message to us telling us that he loves the podcast. He had finished episode 1 when he sent us this message saying how much that he loves Splinter Cell and I I got to say I still love that story cuz Jason reminded me of that battle that we'd had that we've been put, you know, you went from co-op to suddenly having to kill each other. And that was such a great moment in gaming history between us Yeah, to have forgotten about it and be reminded was, was great. So I'm really, I really love the fact that our listeners were enjoying that as well. Cool. And um, yeah, I, what he highlights in the message here is he talks about that. It was great to hear our own personal stories. And so for one of my greatest moments for 2016 is spending more time with you blokes yeah. and you know, getting a chance to actually share this with you. Yeah, here. Yeah, here, here indeed. Definitely. So on that note, I think we might call it a night yeah, or a day, depending on when you're listening. Whatever time it is, thank you for listening to us as always. This is probably our last podcast for 2016. So Merry so Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas indeed. As Merry always, Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Time on my wrist. So on, on that note, um, 
Remember, if you want to hear anything from us in particular, you'd like to hear a special segment, you just want to hear us talk about more of this crap, um, write into podcast at versusplayer.com. You can catch us on iTunes under Versus Player, where we also post Draw Distance. It's also on YouTube. Uh, we apologize. There hasn't been any new episodes, but it's coming. It's coming. Hold out. You'll find us on Facebook. Just search Versus Player. And of course, you can look at our website, versusplayer.com. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, here's to many more. Awesome.